Bradford sets off upfield. He wants a speedster to run onto it. It might be the quickest. Oh, he kicks. He kicks ahead. And now Corey Oates will come. Oh, Oates with the one-handed pickup. How about that? Asako in behind them. He's confused. He didn't know whether to kick or whether to run. He takes the ladder option. Jermaine Asako will score. Broncos fans, and welcome to a special Round 21 episode of Broncos Weekly. As always, I'm Mitch, and I'm joined on the line by our good friend Simo. How you going, Simo? Yeah, no, not too bad. How about yourself? Mate, I'm all right. I'm all right. For um, for all the fans out there, though, what we're doing this week, we're actually both on the couch watching the game. The game's just about to kick off, and we've decided we're going to record a podcast as the Broncos-Cowboys game rolls. We've had a, you know, last you guys were some ideas a few weeks back. You gave us nothing. <laughs> we, have <Yeah>. this, <laughs> we have this one ourselves, so I'm on the couch, Simo's on the couch, and we're just going to see what happens. We decided not to do that, like, we actually were going to do the Storm Review episode, but what was the point of doing that yesterday, if today we're going to give you this? Yeah. So so here we are on the couch, who knows how long this will go for, if we even make it to you on the internet, but 80 odd minutes of us reacting and gronking it up, and I don't know. Anyway, how are you feeling, Simo, mate? How are you feeling about the game? Um, I just think we're about to see, like, a cripple fight that is personified in the, the battle of the centres tonight. Yeah, I mean, as I said before before the podcast, Shibasaki vs. Opacek, it's the Japanese Opacek against the Australian Shibasaki. It's just... <laughs> uh, it's just, like, yeah. Um, just quickly, before we really get started, mm. uh, we got... A, pile of questions we might get to some of them we might not we'll see what happens but we got one just here for before the game just a bunch of predictions uh so if you're first try scorer who you got first try scorer okay i'm gonna go with that's shibasaki actually why not he's finally scored first great try <laughs> and uh broncos are gonna win one to twelve which is a you know but we're gonna win by more than one point which is rare up in north queensland how about you um yeah, I'm going to go Corey Oates. It's the easy, safe bet. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I'm going to change it. I'm going to go TPJ. He oh, loves, I he loves bashing up the Cowboys. That's the good bet, TPJ. Um, just, oh, this was from Corey Goats here, this question. Um, next up, he's got, so, scoreline. It's, it's oh, mate, they're always the hardest games to call, as we know. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go 20, 22 to 16 to us. Um... Yeah, I think we're going to convert all ours, so we go 24 to 20. <laughs> oh, mate, look at that boy getting his hands on the ball early from dummy half. What a lovely pass to Milford. Look at that. The that just cap- segues nicely hey! into... Geller Mosby, back in the first grade, you bloody fraud. <laughs> 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 Where's that one been? Everyone talking about, oh, why is he not in first grade? There's why, champs. Wasn't even Milford didn't even get get a hold of this one, mate. <laughs> Am um, I ahead of you? 
Yeah, like four seconds. It's all right. Uh, no, it's sorry, not too I'm bad. We'll see how this goes. No, no, I don't mind. Whatever. Well, it's kind of like you listen to your Mate, own se- podcast and you'll hear my reaction. Seabold's <laughs> been ruining my experience all season yeah. anyway. So what's the night? Yeah, for those that know, I, I'm living with my mum now, as people have heard, because I am saving money for um for my missus coming from uh, from Ru- or from China, the Russian missus coming over. Anyway, she's got that, like the old, old the first digital Foxtel. So the Foxtel, it's first digital, but you can't pause it or anything. She's got that version of Fox, so... Mate, just get it a ring up, threaten to quit, and they'll give her a free IQ4 box. Yeah, well, you know, well, my mum's one of those classics. I tried to get her to give me, like, rights to call up, and she just never got around to it. But she's one of those classics of, like, saying, oh, I can't get that here, because she asked, like, 15 years ago. She's like, I can't get that version of Foxtel here. Like, yeah. Mate, I had that in Rockhampton. You'd be right in wherever yes. you are in Sydney. Yes, because when this house first got built, there was like a new block, and I get why they couldn't get it there, and the wiring wasn't there yet, but I'm pretty certain it's in the area now. And uh, yeah, thanks, Payne, Payne Haas dropping the ball, which is uh, not crash hot. Yeah. Mate, um, I'm, here to, I'm here to see him and Payne Guy, Daddy, uh, Tamalolo, though. I'm here for that. I'm just waiting for Chris Gary's tweets after tonight. I'm just <laughs> <the> tweets of <laughs> Who has the highest ceiling or whatever? Uh, yeah, I mean. Well, this is like the, the least hyped Broncos-Cowboys game since like, what, since before Wayne, since 2014, right? Because obviously yeah, it wasn't it got a good in now. 2015. Yeah, and this is the first time coming to this game. I've had like nobody's interested in it. It's just happening. <laughs> yeah, there was like three tweets earlier in the year about the 4X derby trophy and like that was it like it's yeah been pretty subdued build up the, the 4x derby <laughs> I yeah, that's that's the thing. yeah. Oh. oh mate there's darbs working hard and deep mate, what, um, mate, what a captain talking about darius next yeah. prediction here is darius boyd touches now we're already up to one but i'm gonna go like sub 10 sub 10 no he's gonna get he'll get over he'll do, he'll do his usual thing he'll get touches from like he'll take taps for penalties he does like almost all those <laughs> on the left hand touch line. A couple of dummy half passes. But maybe like maybe like under five touches at first receiver. <laughs> but I'm gonna I'm gonna give him I'm gonna set I'm gonna say he's gonna get twenty four touches is what I'm gonna say. Which is and I'm gonna say Matt Lodge gets twenty five. <laughs> um Payne Haas meters. Meters. Uh two hundred and eleven. Um I'm gonna go like one eighties. Oh, there's Shibasaki, mate. Solid run, about six metres. Oh, six is generous. It is. <laughs> oh, mate, well, he fell forward a metre when he played the ball. Mate, but there's uh, us. Uh, Alex Glenn, tackle breaks. <laughs> I'm going to go, like, he's, well, he's not playing. So he's going to get the same amount he was going to get if he was playing. Oh, so zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obviously, um, if you listen to this now, you know Glenn didn't play for Shibasaki. We're not breaking any news. Oh, mate, there's yeah. another Darius Boyd tackle. Mate, there's Captain Courageous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, he just... He really gets to me, eh? He does. He gets to, you had an argument yesterday. I saw you on Twitter, and someone was saying Milford needs to do more again. <laughs> it's just always the answer to the Broncos' problems. It's like between him and Darius, Milford is doing, like... 173% of the 200% of jobs, like... Yeah. Exactly. And Darius is doing, like, the, what left over is the 27% or whatever, yeah, yeah, and it's no. like... And yet Darius gets like, oh, yeah, he's he's not doing so bad now, and Milford needs to step up and do more. And it's like, 
Mate, no other fullback in the league is asked to do more than Anthony Milford is. I know. It, this was hilarious. Right now, because Darius isn't now obviously glaringly terrible, it's like, oh, he's not doing too bad, I guess. <laughs> no, and the whole the whole price tag thing is funny too, because obviously we don't know Milford's salary, but it's always reported between 800 to a million range. But Darius Boyd's salary is also reported around a million range. But Milford's got to earn it, mate. Okay? <laughs> Just imagine if, like, Milford had five games in the halves as well as Darius did the last few weeks. Like, if that was what Milford was serving up. Stood down the blind, kicked the ball zero times, <laughs> and they, a couple of dummy half runs when we're winning, and then a couple, and it just did 20 tackles. Fans would be stoked, wouldn't they? Uh, Mate, like, yes, Pango, yeah. get in there. The air offload. Oh, so excuse the clap that probably hurts people's ears. Mate, Sarko did a thing. Sarko, oh, it's, Gellum Osby is the man. Oh, yes, Milfy. Oh. <laughs> How about that one? Wait, I'm telling you, this oh, Milfy kid. I thought, Asako, I, thought, I, I thought Asako bombed it with that pass. Yeah, look, one try is nice from Milfy, but he's got to do more. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm just happy Asako, like, backed himself Did for something. Once. Well, so yeah. often he gets the situations where he, like, dances too much. Where, what is Mosby doing there? He is in so so tight and narrow. It, it and must be like, like when I play touch football against good players, you're more nervous. And then when you come up against like some kids, you just dance yeah. on them. And that's what Asako's doing. He's come up against like Mosby, and he's like, "Yeah, I got this." Yeah, this is that was terrible from Mos, like Mosby. Like he's come in narrow for no reason on a yardage set, <laughs> and Asako just yeah. He wasn't even hesitant, which he usually is. Just fanned him right in the chest, and there he was. That was great. And Milford, having a fullback support, isn't that bizarre? This is another try, though, of what we've always talked about, where it's like magic from two or three players, and that creates the try. Yeah. It's not actually... I mean, you're attacking from the other end, but it's not a set-up play. It's nothing, you know, they've worked on through the week. Yeah. Maybe they should start working on this play. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe they should start working on like pl- playing against really bad wingers who belong on reserve grade, <laughs> targeting them. Uh, well, I mean, like they might attack against Shibasaki, you know, when they're doing training drills. So <laughs> they might. <laughs> that might be their confidence, mate. But I still have memory. Anytime I think of Tom Opacek in this stadium, I have bad memories. And same with Alex Glenn in the centres too. That game where um. It was the, what is it, semi-final up there that Gillette gave the penalty away at the back end of 2017. Yeah, he tripped. Yeah. Cheers, mate, yeah. And yeah, that was that game when, like, Glenn came into the centres and got danced on by O'Neill, was it? Or was it Opacic got danced on by O'Neill then? Either one of them, one of them got danced on by Justin O'Neill. It was embarrassing. <laughs> I just remember every time we'd play at this ground, Jordan Carr, who would get injured too. Yeah. Mate, Pango offloads though. And Milford. Oh. That's How good it. is it? But yeah, Jordan Coe would just break his jaw or something at this game. Something stupid. <laughs> um, well, that's our first try scorer prediction done. Cares. That's a great ball from Osaka. As you said, you thought he bombed it, and it's so often wingers do bomb those because, like, it actually is pretty. It was a pretty tight window to get that back in. But then on the yeah. replay, it actually is quite clearly back. It's, it is a nice pass. What do they call that? That window is the turkey hole. Turkey hole, is that what they call <laughs> it? <laughs> no, that was uh, nice. I think that was what. Uh, is it John Gruden was the commentator? Yeah, Gruden's mate. <laughs> He's the man. Oh, Hard Knock started too. I don't know if you've watched that. But um, I'm obviously keen to get on that because Gruden is great on TV. Not a great coach, but 
great on TV. Yeah, that's, you always want the hard knocks to be just like good personalities and like absolute dumpster fires of teams. <laughs> yeah, it's great. The hard knocks is fantastic. I'd love to see. I would love to have seen it this offseason for the Titans, like them walking around training, holding hands with Garth Brennan. Seen how long? Like, it's, it's one of those things. It's like when we had it for the Browns. Like Hugh Jackson kept his job forever, but then hard knocks happened, and everyone realised, wow, there's something wrong with this man. How trash he was. <laughs> yeah. And I would love to see hard knocks for like Nathan Brown and Nathan, the Knights. Yeah. Yeah, it's all Jesse Ramian's fault, mate. That's what you'd see on hard knocks. <laughs> uh. Everything's here. And now, <laughs> here we go. Oh, mate, there's Darbs again. Look at that. It's just working his ass off. He's putting the effort in. It's a real leader. It was funny, like, you know, as we know, this team gets blamed inexperienced all the time is, is why we're losing, as we know, with that, that, that you know, 19-year-old excuse. Yeah. Listen to the Matty Johns podcast today, which is starting to jump the shark already. Now I'm not interviewing people. But anyway, they were talking about the lack of leaders and the lack of experience, which is we both agree there's a, there's a lack of leaders in this team. But man, they, they shot at Milford again. And I am like, I've had a gut full of like, we talk about where's our leaders, where's our um, experience. It's like, we have like five guys who are rep football experience players. You just get away with just no yeah. blame whatsoever because I don't know why. Yeah. Like, you have in this team, you have, you know, Darius is the bloody captain. We have Glenn, we have Jill, we have McCulloch. All those guys are, you know, over 200 games, almost 300 games or over. All supposed to be they're all in the leadership group. All supposed to be leaders, and they're not leaders. And they're just like we just accept. Like media seems to just accept that's okay. <laughs> I, I don't really get it because I don't know. Broncos are always a club that people like to take shots at. Like there's some free ones there for the taking. I don't. Yeah, I know. Like it's, it's not yeah. hard. Like, but it's easier to blame Milford again for everything. As always, but oh well. And also, Milford dropped that ball there, so it's obviously his fault. Oh, my yeah, God. I just wish he'd be working harder, really. Shibasaki got beat by Opacek, and then Opacek out-retarded him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, just, just, I mean, I've, I've said for years I was waiting for this Cowboys side to get trash again because I just love it. Yeah. And these last two years have been, like, the best. Mate, they've been fantastic. I just love a bad cowboy side. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't, firstly? <laughs> <laughs> and sure, you know, competing there within games was also fun, but I got sick of, like, being up by 13 or 12 or something with 10 to go and just losing every time. <laughs> this is more fun. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely more fun seeing these guys be crap. It is. And the fact that, like, the fact that they've, like, just Paul Green's going to be there forever because he won a comp in 2015. It's just great. Yeah, you just, he's, sorry, I was just watching, I keep forgetting you're a few seconds ahead, so like right. nothing amazing's probably happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to try but yeah, to he's just, back. he's won, yeah. he won that comp and then it's just like, oh yeah, he's uh, oh, all day badge. It doesn't really matter what he does. Yeah, all day badge, mate. I've just had enough of their shit. Yeah, he Gellam Osby and Ho Cohen Hess, both of you frauds. God, what an edge. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, sort them out badge but um been doing it all sense. day it's quite funny some of these things like you know when when we all put our fan you know in our heads we play like football manager on paper or rugby league manager on paper for example I had some friends tell me like Cohen Hess 
it maybe he can't be that bad in the centers because like you know he's they've got no one else and his defense can't be worse than the edge or whatever whatever. But there's one thing I noticed the last few weeks, and it just happened then, is like the things you forget about being a center and stuff is like you have to be like the escort for every kick. And it's the, yeah. even things like that, just basic things like that, he's terrible at it. <laughs> and like, you never think about that when you think about, oh, well, how will this guy go in the centers or whatever? But just then, he gave away a stupid penalty for no reason. But yeah, it's just whatever. I'm just ranting and rambling for no reason, but we've got 80 minutes, so. Yeah. I mean, I also get worried, like, I mean, not worried, but. Caught up watching the game and forget we're talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah. I do. Oh, I've heard Thurston's apparently sad. Like, I wish I could hear that. Sad Thurston's great. <laughs> Is he blaming <laughs> the referees yet? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I haven't really been listening to them. Yeah, I'm sure because... he is blaming the referees. I love this week, by the way, when Michael Morgan was like, we don't blame anyone but ourselves. It's like, literally all your head coach does is blame the referees no matter what, every week. Oh, man. Do you remember? This was one of my all-time favourites. It was after that Roosters final. Was it a prelim, I think, where they conceded 30 straight points in the first half? And then JT was talking about conspiracies when they didn't end up winning that game. Yes. Um, I think it was... Was that 2014? Uh, 2013, I think. Oh, it was 2014, maybe. But they had a few finals in a row. You know, they kind of... Oh, and there was always, like, conspiracy talk. Yeah. It was like, mate, you guys are so bad for refs faulting. Yeah. Like, I was at that oh, game geez. when it was... What was it? 31 or 32-30, whatever it was. So they lost to the Roosters. I think that's what you're talking about, right? Yeah, they conceded the first 30 points. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Mel- Mosby, is he even on the field anymore? I mean, Milford then... It's <laughs> It's a bad grubber. I mean, for Milfie, he should have really nailed that. But it goes through the line, and Stags and Asaka were jogging with nobody near them. Yeah, I just... Like, I mean, you can see why he's not normally playing first grade. Yeah. Oh, that's unlucky. No. Yeah. He's not, like, this is, I've had this argument with a few people. This is why Gellin Mosby doesn't play first grade. Like, he did it last year, too, when he came in. He is... Like, he gives up on every play. Yeah. Yeah. Like, remember last year when Roberts made that break, he just gave up? Yeah, because everyone thought he was the fast... Like, Geller Mosby was one of the fastest in the league. And everyone's like, oh, I'd love to see a chase with him and Roberts. And it's like, well, he ran for three metres of that. Yeah, exactly. He's an absolute coward. Oh, Pangai, yes! Feed him. You are the king of Tonga. (laughs) (laughs) Take his fucking crown. Oh... (laughs) (laughs) The delayed reaction. Yeah, I know. I'm like, wait, I'm the tackle behind, but it's not too bad. It's not too bad. Yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, if we do this again, I'll have to figure out a way to delay it myself to match you. Like, there might... I think think the TV can pause, but there's no aerial in here, but I'm sure I can install an aerial and watch it on 9 and go from there. Just get your mum to ring up Foxtel and get Nike 4. Well, she's, she's away at the moment now, mate. She's in uh, the Northern Territory, which is good. Just, That's why I'm here. Just put on your falsetto and uh, <laughs> you can ring up yourself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got the same initials as your mum, like Maureen Doyle, Mitch Doyle. <laughs> yes, Maureen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, God, if I can't pass my mum's security answer test, like if I can't answer like her mum, her maiden name... You know, it's got to be what, like her maiden name or what city she was born in. Surely you'd be able to figure that out. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I, sh- I should be able to figure that out. Surely, God, do I even know it all? 
Surprised that didn't just take a bounce in midair and go out yeah. for a seven tackle Why there. Not? God, it's just. I know it's only been 15 minutes, but we still, like, you know, we just we said this before, we'll say it again, and it happened on last weekend. The last podcast we spoke about before the storm game, we said playing without any halves was about a matter of time to get caught out. And it's just like uh, Turpin is trying his best. Boyd isn't. <laughs> Turpin is trying his best, but it's just like. We know there's no direction out of the six and seven for us. So just you know, some games when we should be up by a lot more, and we make it so much harder for our pack because they've got to carry the whole bloody side. This is what I said to you the other day that we should reinvent the way you run a thirteen. Mm. We clearly don't need halves, so dump two of them, get an extra middle forward that can offload, yeah. get an extra fullback. So you have got two fullbacks just following up all the offloads. Like Milford showed, you can play fullback and half, so they can both do that, and we just change, reinvent rugby league. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's just do it. I mean, we're doing no halves anyway, so might as well put someone who can defend there, you know? I mean, would you be surprised if Siebes thought he was intelligent enough to, like, invent a new position on the football field? Yeah, oh, well, yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> at all. Uh... <laughs> yeah, there we go, but... Oh. Mate, thank you, Clifford. Kick it out. Kick it out, you absolute coward. I'm surprised they're trying to kick it so dead so often. Like, are they that scared of Milford? Yes. Quite clearly, yes. <laughs> and apparently they've already, they're scared of now giving us any opportunity at all to run the ball back at uh, Gideon over there. <laughs> I mean, Milford's got to be about, like, the sixth best fullback in the league by now, right? Yeah, it is quite funny. Like, he's not... Like, I know he's only been there, like, what is it, six weeks now? And they have those best fullback in the league discussions. But it's like, a lot of the other guys already have only been there for a season as well. Like, he'd be out there already. Well, you got... Teddy's one, Monster two. RTS is up there. Ponga, Turbo. And CNK. Yeah. He could be the next and one. And then, like... Yeah, so what's that? I think seventh. Yeah, and if you take Munster out for guys who are playing for, you know, starting there, he's... Yeah, well, he's not playing fullback, so... Yeah. yeah. And I mean, as I, mean, I know, still think... He's got more potential Munster, if you, than... Uh, like, I think if you played yeah. Munster for, like, three weeks in the half, in, sorry, at fullback, he'd be better than Teddy. Yeah. <laughs> as we know, we're sitting there before your mate Munster. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's always hilarious. I think there was one day he got picked up and dumped. Yeah. And um, there was, like, a video got put up on, like, the Nine Facebook. And then, like, I have a mate that even hates him more than I do. And it was, like, straight away. It was, like, commented, like, oh, Simo, check out this. <laughs> He's like... <laughs> oh, How about Gellum? Also be actually taking a grab there. And that's one of those kicks. Like, when Turpin puts it up, it's like, you just let Milford take the bomb. I know you're trying to do your job, but it's like, come on. Let, let Milford do the six and seven. God, mate. you got to feel for the Cowboys at some point, though. They're just then, they've done it twice now. They're thinking they're going to use their strike weapon, Tom Opacek. <laughs> They've spread to him twice in this game early, and he's going to take us down. Imagine being in a dark enough spot that you think, got to feed Opacek. You mean 2018 Broncos? Fans, not us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember that weird period. We had like one like half-decent game, and Broncos fans thought he was the next Michael Devere. It was like his first game, but he still got injured, so he played like 13 minutes. Yeah. Great, but his defensive master. Yeah, and he was the new Jack. Oh Reed. my god! 
Oh my god, we are just so bad at this. <laughs> the talk at the play this sand on tackle one, the ball goes to the ground and Turpin picks it up back a metre out from our goal line. <laughs> it's just so bad, we just put ourselves in this hole. But yeah, that's uh, Shibasaki, of course, dropping the ball through his hands and Turpin going back for it. For someone that was supposedly a pearl diver, I've never seen somebody so bad at holding a white round object. <laughs> like, it's it's just baffling to me. It's, like, it's in his literally in his blood. The important it's in one. his DNA to hold that football, and he can't do yes, it. Yes, the, the the big the white thing that's all your oh, whole profession's about. Kick. The white thing your whole profession is about. Hold on to it. <laughs> but no, you can't do it. Like, how did he make it through the grades? Like, how did how do you get to this point if you would drop the ball as often? Mate, he's like one of those ones that he played for Queensland under 20s, three years in a row. He's one of, like, the two or three players like, to ever do it. This is why our juniors never won Origin, like... For a long time. They actually under, won this year finally. Yeah. But, yeah, that's why, like you said, like, he was... When he was 17, 18... Sorry, when he was... Yeah, 17, 18, 19, whatever he played for the 20s, three years in a row. Oh, it's a disaster. It is. Like, <laughs> but that's it. He had he had raps on him all the way through the grades. But um and of course he has okay moments in Cup. He wouldn't be playing first grade if he didn't. But he only have he only ever looks solid in Queensland Cup. He doesn't look dominant, if you get me. And if you're not dominating, like we've seen Parisi absolutely killing it now and he's not playing. If you're not dominating Queensland Cup and you're a back, you just shouldn't be going to first grade. Um, just talking about Shibasaki, we've got a question in here from Jack on Facebook. He says, can you have a buzzer for every Darius slash McCulloch slash Shibasaki F up? Alternatively, take a shot. If we lose on an RC play, Simo needs to finish his cocktail. <laughs> well, Simo's, uh, what are you cranking there? I've I got Long Islands at the moment. Yeah. Um, but man, if we had a shot for every Shibasaki F up, we would be, this podcast would go forever because we wouldn't be able to stop it. It would just keep going. Yeah. Mate, well, it's already been a, like, you know... Oh, is that a 40-20? Oh. It was behind the no, 40. Behind the 40, right? Yeah, it's a 40-20. 20 like, this, this, God, drink will just watch us kick one, and the Broncos didn't seem to know it was one either. <coughs> no one... Is, why is no one celebrating this? Turford, you just nailed the... the <laughs> is like... The best kick of your life, yeah. and no one's that happy. Right. <laughs> Your life is all downhill from here, mate. <laughs> yeah, like, you celebrate this. You just nailed it. The fullback watched it, which is terrible from drink water. But, like, you just absolutely nailed it. And the whole team just jogs up. <laughs> well, gee, him up, boys. At no point was anybody happy there. No, it's bizarre. Well, I guess because they know you they're going to get the McCulloch goal line offense. I wouldn't be happy either. <laughs> <laughs> that's, why, that's why drink water oh let it happen. Oh, my God. Macca. I will take the penalty. Oh my god, I thought I thought he just screwed up. Well I mean we know he's gonna screw up on the on the goal line, but I thought he just done it again. You see um Drinkwater say that they need to rediscover their enjoyment in rugby league or whatever at the Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, mate, Paul Green's ruined you already. I think that's the funny thing about it, mate, is like he's been there for like three seconds and he's already bored of Paul Green's methods. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you said, like John Asiata will do something like inventive or you know, Anything like that, and it's just like you, it cuts to the coach's box, and Paul Green's just abusing the thirteen players on the field there. And it's like, yeah, I would get sick of him so fast. That's it. It was like, um, you know, as you know, a few weeks ago, would they beat? They beat somebody, and one of the tries they scored was Asiata kick. It was in the middle of their sweep play. Instead of doing the sweep play, he kicked it, 
And then they coach the cross to the coach's box for like the replay as they show when they show the replay of the try, and you have Paul Green screaming at him when he kicks it, and then celebrating when they score the try. And it's like you gronk, you absolute bloody fool. Let's you gotta let football players play football at some point. <laughs> yeah, otherwise you just end up with well. The 2019 Cowboys. Yeah, and 2018 Cowboys. Just overly structured, running the same rubbish. But it's like, oh my God, Jermaine. What is with us and pe- easy penalty goals this year? Like, I know Stags miss most of them, but Sarka missing the one next to the post. Yeah, it's a shocker. That's an absolute shocker. <laughs> Whatever. And at least you get the ball back, but... Still. Oh, it's still an absolute shocker. But um, oh, I lost what I was saying now. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, 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 talking about how the, boring the Cowboys are. Yeah, but like you know, you got the guy out in the field is sometimes going to be able to feel the game a bit more than the guy watching it from the box. And if he sees something's on like that, you got to let him play, play what's in front of him on some occasions. Yeah, I just think that like from Paul Green is just classic one of those coaches that. Well, he obviously can't adjust, but, like, his style works for a few years when he comes into the league, and then, like, once it changes and moves on from that, run for he never adjust, and he's he's just done. Oh, oh wait, well, Gellam Osby was just, just there, so Fafita's had that great run across field, offloaded a Turpin, and this is, like, 15 metres in from the touchline. Cohen Hess is still out, and Gellam Osby is the one who whacks the ball out of Turpin's hand. What is he doing there? I, like... <laughs> He's not going to have a job next oh week, right? Oh, my God. Flagler. <laughs> we suck. The Cowboys have been so bad tonight. 25 minutes of the game. We're up 6-0. Tackle zero. Flagler drops at cold middle of the field. I'm ruining this all for you, Simo. But I... <laughs> oh, the Broncos are doing a good job themselves. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah, I'm ruining it all for you, my bad. Oh, it's not that far behind. Um... Well, we've got a moment here. I'll just, I guess, bit by bit go through these questions. Yeah, why not? Um, we've got one here from Dan Barney on Facebook. He said, if you were hypothetically in a 12-man league, standard scoring, <laughs> who are you taking as your first pick? Um, so, obviously, we've, we've, he's hitting it with Jordan. Well, um, a fantasy you and I are in a 12-man league yes. with him. So yeah. joined his fantasy league. And it's, it's standard scoring for NFL. I'm usually half-point PPR, but I'm happy to play standard. I actually haven't done... I'm not locked in yet, if you get me, on, on my rankings, you know? But the first pick, there's usually every year everyone, everyone's decided who goes first. And then I think, is it, isn't it Saquon Barkley this year? Um, well, I kind of tuned out of the NFL the last probably two years. I had, When I was doing mowing, I had every Monday off, so yeah. it was super easy. I Like, I had every Monday off, so I could watch most of the games. And I also... I had 40 hours a week I could listen to podcasts so I could keep up with, you know... Tackle full penalty, NFL so drink, mate. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> um, yeah. But, yeah, with my current job, I work Monday, so I just kind of tuned out a bit. So, I yeah, I'm not really sure who i, I got to read some articles. Yeah, pretty sure. Figure out who I'm going to go. Like, I know, like, there's a top four who, like, everyone's thinking is, like, Saquon Barkley, Alvin Kamara, Chris, Christian McCaffrey, and then if Zeke comes back, Zeke's the other one. In, the, in that first tier. Um, if I'm first, you probably just... You just pick Saquon, I think. Yeah. Uh, See, um, this is like... Change of topic. Yeah. But Antonio Brown got frostbite. Yeah, that's the weirdest thing ever. Because, like... <laughs> I still can't believe it's frostbite. But it's been two days and people are reporting it as frostbite. And it's like... 
It doesn't. I, I mean, I'm not a frostbite expert. But <laughs> <laughs> oh, it just couldn't happen to a nicer bloke. Yeah, and it's like if if you you've seen the photos, right? Of his nah, feet. Oh man, I was, it, they're messed up. He's, they, they, like I saw the photo like a day before the frostbite thing came out, and um. I was speaking to our good friend NRL Physio and doing what any 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 good NRL fan does on Twitter, send him for DMs for diagnosis. <laughs> diagnosis. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was like pretty much his whole foot like it was a blister, like the entire body was like, like it was a blister that popped and started peeling off. That's what it looked like. It was it was like vomit worthy, and that's what it, like his entire feet, both of them. And I like at that point, NRL Physio was assuming assuming like he'd done something like he. would wet socks or something in his boots and just well, worn them down but the rumour now is that, that cryotherapy without the shoes on yeah because didn't he do the blister thing and then try the cryotherapy to it. like fix his blisters or something I don't know he's an absolute idiot oh but like how sucky for the Raiders though you just like did you just say sucky you, like, too long with yeah. the misses. <laughs> Mate, McCulloch! McCulloch's teaming through! <laughs> oh, my Lord! <laughs> if McCulloch scored against the Cowboys, mate, from, like, 50 out. <laughs> how did... I don't know what happened. Oh, how did he bomb oh, that, though? Good old Darius. Just a, gr- a little grubber in behind. Mate, just captain composure. Just get the ball back. Repeat. I don't know how he bombed that, but... He's gone through. Oh, you know who? Look who's it is. Who look who's ruck defence it is. It's Maguire. Yeah. yeah. I had the advantage there because you told me McCulloch before yeah. it happened, so I was looking out for who it was. But yeah, it's definitely. Oh. There, there was about three. Oh man, he threw that ten meters before the fullback. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was terrible. There was about the first three weeks of the season. I was regretting letting Maguire go. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what. After that, I'm every week I'm happier and happier with that call. Oh, that's it. Like we said, this preseason we weren't that upset about him go- going. Like, but like as the season kicked off, it, f- it kind of felt tough because he had a few good games with the Cowboys early. But as we said last year with the Broncos, and now mate, his defense around the ruck is embarrassing, eh? Like, oh, that's it is bad. so slow. That dummy falling for a dummy from Andrew McCulloch. <laughs> yeah, you just. Yeah. Oh. And I know I still enjoy him at Origin, a, obviously, because he's a pest. But ugh. I mean, that's an Andrew McCulloch run from half where he didn't get tackled. So that's like the what the two percent. Yeah. His... <laughs> it is. It is a deep. I, I do. I do like Maguire at Origin because he's like tweets out something that like you know losers have meetings and it just triggers the whole of New South Wales for the next five years. Like. It's such an innocuous phrase, and yet oh it's just God, people Turpin! mad about it. Oh my lord, Jakey Turpin! <laughs> that and what a surprise, Simo! Another individual brilliant arsy try for the Broncos. You'll never believe it. Uh, I mean, that's just backyard footy. He's just a footy player. He is, mate. I'm kind. I don't know why I'm trying to contain myself because we're doing recording this. So I don't want to like swear and say too many things. So I'm just like, I just said, "Oh my god," which is a thing I don't often say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm probably not going to edit much of this. No, that's it. That's why I'm like, I don't want to do my usual like, you know, C bomb F and F and F. Even though I say it on the podcast often, I don't want to do the whole blow up. Oh, he's fucking bombed it. Oh, did he? He nuttied Tamalolo. He did, but he's fucking bombed it, mate. Jeez, he's got some balls celebrating that. <laughs> You've got some balls, Terps. You, you know when he's scoring. 
I mean, oh. Tamalolo's the winner there because if he scores that try, Tamalolo has to retire. That's the rules of rugby he's league. He's going on a poster. Not the first time he's been nutty by a hooker, though, no doubt, mate. No, he's not. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Terps. Mate, mate. Mate, we should be 18 by now. What do you mean? The Broncos, yeah. I mean, again, we're 6-0 up. The Cowboys have had no interest in this game. We're 6-0 up. I mean, if you drop that, you've got to celebrate and just hope they just give it right. That was like, it. That's what he had to be doing right. He knows he's dropped that. Yeah. You, there's no way you don't know. Yeah, that was terrible. I know because sometimes you don't know. Sometimes you don't know. if you, you know, But, like, not those ones. Wait, Maguire's playing hooker. No, he knows 100%. Did I miss you know. something happening to Granville? They just substituted Granville off for Frank Molo. Yeah, he's trash. Well, Granville is trash, but... I mean, is this, is this really... What you're doing, <laughs> Grady? <laughs> this is it. <laughs> this is the. I mean, Maguire has shown his like expertise in de- like defense around the rock. He has. Oh my lord. I'm hoping that this is the team that takes Gillett, right? If like if anyone, I don't even think the club's looking to sell him. Obviously, but if anyone was going to take Matt Gillett, this is the club that does it, right? Oh, I was hoping Kevin Walters and the Titans. Yeah, that was devastating, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Titans doing something not stupid that was devastating, but like you look at the, you know you look across this team and now it's like so many players we just didn't want. Oh my God, Shibasaki! Oh my Lord! Like this, that is okay. That might be the worst thing we've ever done. That is, that might be the worst try I've ever conceded. What the fuck? What the absolute... Fu- yes, look ashamed, you stupid curly-haired fuck, you Japanese sideshow Bob fuck. Yes, have that embarrassed look on your face. Uh, fuck me. How is this guy in the team? Like, this is shit that Lachlan Moranti didn't even fucking do. This, this is absolutely fucking ridiculous. You're in the end goal, mate. Secure the bloody ball first. Oh, my God. Any hope for a head high? <laughs> Oh, he's, he's, he's kind of slapped his chin, mate. Is that a, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Mate, they've called he wasn't, like... They've called he wasn't playing at the ball, by the way. They've just said, they've just, like, I'm not going to breast fault this shit because that was ridiculous when she was lucky, but they just said he wasn't playing at the ball. Like, no, he, he literally ripped the ball. <laughs> oh, my God. That Shibasaki, mate, like. Oh, my God. Did that hit Opacek? I don't know. Looking at that. Yeah. Did it hit him? It hits Opacek's left forearm. Let's have a look. Oh, oh it does. They're, they're going to say in, in, in insufficient evidence. I, like, yeah, they're giving it. Fuck me. Oh. I was just a minute after saying I was restraining myself. <laughs> and I still was. Uh, I've got a chest pains from not swearing enough. 
<laughs> and I've no idea, like, we have, I've no idea what the levels are doing on this, what I'm yelling, because... Yeah, whatever. We don't usually yell on the podcast, but my lord. Absolute nothing kick. Shibasaki takes it back into the end goal. Tries to roll back around infield and gets stripped one-on-one in your own goal line. Or oh, Milford just sprayed him. That's good. Yeah, well, as you should. Oh my god! I, that's that's it. We're talking about this is what happens though when you when your attack is as dreadful as ours, and you don't finish. You don't your finish opportunities. Your opportunities. They get down there and don't even have an opportunity. But then your own mistakes compound on yourself, and you're all of a sudden with six all in a half of extremely dominated from a stupid Shibasaki era. But mate, like, <sighs> I look forward to when they after the game again. They talk about they they were impressed that Shibasaki worked hard or something again. Because every time Shibasaki he's talked about, it, he's been impressed with him. What an absolute bloody flop this kid is! I just I don't get. I don't care what Parisi's doing in Q Cup. It's got to be better than that, mate. Like it's one of those things. Like you hear, you know, sometimes it's a cop out saying it's got to be better than that. But in this game alone already, he's had that ball go back through his hands on the goal line when McCulloch received the ball a metre out or so. He's had that one-on-one strip there. I think he touched the ball earlier, by the way, when they called a knock-on Lopacek. I think he touched it and fly it. And he missed Opera again. That's just in this, in this 30 minutes of this game, he's done that. Let alone, as you know, as the season's gone on, that bomb try in his first game off the bench against the Roosters, first game this year. The other, All the other mistakes he's made, it's just... It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing for this club that, like, you know, we pride ourselves on our juniors and stuff, and we go on about this, the, the, how good this young batch of 19-year-olds is, and he's one of the guys getting minutes and opportunities at our club. It's embarrassing. Oh, I, like, I would honestly take Maranta over him. I would. Like, and that's because, it's like, a joke. Maranta was safe. He would never, like, score a freak try or do anything like that, but he wasn't also pulling that play out. Mate, like exactly right. Like Morant, as you said, he he's as sorry unathletic athletic as they come. He was my least favorite Bronco of all time. You know, in terms of his ability and, and how often he played and everything, I just thought he was the worst Bronco we've, we've ever seen. But mate, he just didn't do that kind of stuff, did he? And then you've got Milford taking takes like that. He's done a great job at fullback, getting to the balls and on the ball full, sliding and, and grabbing ball on the full like that. Meanwhile, in the same bloody team, dick fingers like Shibasaki and now Katoni Staggs and Tom Flegler and other guys dropping, not, not respecting possession. It's fucked. <laughs> Why bother Milf? It's his fault though, mate. I mean, Darius would have just let that bounce and then caught it and ran it out the oh, sideline. He would have let that bounce and then stared at Asako. <laughs> <laughs> but that's, yeah, Milford's fault though, mate. Not working hard enough. He's not. Oh my God. So we give possession. That we won't go down in the half. Go down, so go in half time down at this point, and the Cowboys have been absolutely disgraceful. We like we dead said could have been on twenty. Yeah. Bomb two tries. Oh my God. Kick that penalty oh, goal. Thought he scored on your dabs. Great D, mate. God, yeah, exactly right. We could have been. Missed that penalty goal. Bomb that try. Flegler dropped the ball, tackle one down there. The only time the, the only time it looked like scoring was Shibasaki dropping the ball in our goal line. Ugh. Embarrassing. 
And you've got Moose taking 17 seconds to get the ball out of dummy half. And they're going to score here. No, oh, no, like, but yeah. <laughs> he takes like four steps and then passes the ball. Oh, what's our ball? Are they called? What are they called? Oh, good. They actually saw that right. We got lucky there. Bad. Like, we're lucky the Cowboys are so bad. <laughs> like they'd attack so bad. I know, like, I honestly am not really scared of anyone in their team outside of Michael Morgan because you just know what he can do. Yeah. Oh, good, we fed Shibasaki on the goal line again. Smart. I love that there's 13 players on the field and that's that's who we keep going to. Yeah, I know. I just, I don't get it, mate. It's the same thing. When he played Coates, who was clearly too raw, and then they stuff with Shibasaki too, it's like, mate, are you kidding me? Like I don't, like said, I don't care what Priestley's done in Queensland Cup or not. I know it's a different sport, but that's a man who's too, you know he didn't play for the Wallabies, but they took him on European tours to train with him. He played a few years professional rugby with the Reds. He spent the whole year in Queensland Cup, and every time I've watched, he's dominated. I just can't. Oh, that's buy. a flop. Yeah, he got penalised for yeah. it. I just can't buy that that he wouldn't be better than this. Dumb penalty from Pangai. Yeah, I mean he's got one of those a week in him, but. Right. Well, this is put up with it for who he is. Yeah, I was talking to uh, this boy about a lack, we want a lack of leadership earlier. This is the problem with our lack of leadership is you end up with guys like Pangai and Lodge kind of overplaying their hand, trying to step up for the yeah. team. And this is what kind of happens. When there's no one else taking charge or you know driving the team forward, you get stuff like Pangai will... Generally, his dumbest moments come when he's trying to turn the game for our, in our favour. I mean, I don't mind. You, I don't, I like I said, it. you put up with it because he's got some some freakish stuff he does. He's good, like, 98% of the I time. Mean, you know I mean? I'll never say a bad word about Pangai. I couldn't believe that stupid time. There's that five-week period this year when Pangai wasn't carving teams to shreds, so all of a sudden he sucked. Do you remember that? And people were like, oh, who cares if we re-sign him? And the thing was, like, everyone said, everyone was like, oh, he's not consistent. And it's like, yeah, but, like, you were saying he's not inconsistent at, like, thinking he should play the level that is, like, above Tamalolo, which was round two. But, like, his baseline, which was consistent, was still an above-average first grader. Yeah. And then he'd have games that would even better than that. Like, he was kind of a, a victim of his own, like, really good games that were every, like, you know, eight or ten weeks. Just the freakish games, and then like he was suffering off that because his other game, like not every game you can play at that level. That's the thing, right? People call him inconsistent, as you said, because he it's wasn't like he was playing bad and he's he's low ebbs. It was like he was he was good, but then he's great in the other games, and that's the dumb thing about calling him inconsistent. Not like he's disappearing in those other games, but yeah, there was that weird period, and this is what happens when your team, you know, you think you're going through fans think you're going through a rebuild or whatever everyone's like fine with pretty much losing any player at this point they talk about oh Lodge that's not good but it's just like people are like yeah Roberts can go Stags it wasn't good replacing him yeah Stags can go now yeah Pangai can go he's not that good Pangai's fantastic yeah I'd like at some point you've got to stop just selling on players moving on players yes it doesn't work Man, I thought he was going to pick that up yeah. from an offside position Yes, there. feed him, Pangai. Punch his other bloody eye out. <laughs> that grin from Moose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, as we were saying earlier, yeah, Maguire, like, as you said, 
he was a great Bronco for our club. Almost got to 200 games. You know, for a long time there, there was a period where he was like the only middle we had that was any good. But um, it was time. And whilst he's great in origin for Queensland still somehow, because he pisses everyone off, every other week you're like, you see something something terrible like he's rucked earlier. You're like, I'm glad we're not paying that guy big bucks to play for us. Yeah, it's just a bit like Nate Miles where he... He was not great for ages, but still somehow worked for Queensland. And then, like, obviously towards the end, it, was, it wasn't it was working for Queensland, but he was still getting picked. But, yeah. yeah, there just always seems to be, like, I guess, for a while it doesn't really matter what your club form is. You can still step up for three games. Oh, my so, God. You know, oh, my God, Milford. Has he kicked that? Oh, he hasn't kicked that. Mate, oh, 40-meter field goal from Milfi. That was close. And Pangai and Moose still going at it. And did he? I thought he kicked today. Jeez. He, I did said he kicked that. <laughs> Where's the replay? Like, he, they went through the sticks, didn't it? I don't know. They waved it away, but let's see we go. How's he missed this? Oh, it's over the post. Oh. He kicked it too well. I thought he nailed it. Apparently, it would have been meaningless, though, Simo, if you kick it there, apparently. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, seeing that replay from that angle, I'm happy enough with that call. Yeah. Like, judging from where it landed and, like, where the fullback was running, Drinkwater was running, I thought he kicked it, but... Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy enough with that. Oh, God. Mate, I, I feel like I'm going to ha- <laughs> I'm going to have a heart palpitations back from holding back my anger. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you just need to be drinking more. It'll be people would love it. Yeah, just more so. I don't want. I don't want to put go too far on on the podcast. You know. <laughs> yeah. Not with my not with my work at all. You know. <laughs> I'll go far enough as <laughs> is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that was that was shit house. That's disappointing. Oh uh, yeah, getting that field goal would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they did, haven't broken our line yet. Most of the numbers are pretty even, but we've been, you know, getting up the field a bit better, a bit more field position, had more time possession, and that's and that's the score line. I, like, I know it's evens, but, yeah, I'm really not that concerned about their attack. I mean, they're probably not concerned about ours either, but I just don't really see where their points are going to come from. Yeah. And that, well, that's, oh, wow, there we go, there's a replay. Moose, just another eye gouge. You see that? Well, I missed that during the game. Uh, I'm on nine, so okay, I have Okay, well, Fox is showing it now. He's eye gouged for feeder. Or it's not not what a big a one, a little face eye rub or whatever. But um, I know it's joked before. I always knew he was the rat. Yeah, the eye for the eye joke. But is, is he just fit, poking everyone in the eye who's taking his money? <laughs> Brisbane or whatever it is. For feeder, <laughs> pank eye. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh god mate it's one of those things they're not worried about their attack at all which I'm not and they haven't looked likely scoring at all but again the problem is it's six all and this is how our team plays the Cowboys are there for the taking and this is how we play and yeah we can't kill them it's dead set one of the worst teams this year is his Cowboys yeah and this is how we're playing they had that little mini mid-season revival the Cowboys but they're back to being garbage now they're on a platter laying down in front of us 
and can't finish them off. And we can't finish them off. And this is why I don't like. I don't even really like we've been through this, but final team doesn't really matter because we're gonna get smacked anyway if we if we sneak into eighth. Yeah, I don't care. I just got to finish above the Knights for my bet. That's it. So you're looking good for that. Yeah, outside of that, I don't care. Well, see, this is this is my problem. Is I want to finish above the Knights, and I want us to miss the finals. So you get like you know things will change around the club, blah blah. But I also want the Knights to make the finals so that half of their players get like that pay bonus and screws their salary cap even more. Yeah. So I, I can't really figure out how I'm going to make all this happen, but <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um. Oh, we want to go through some of these questions we got then. I'm just reloading these to see if any more have come in. Um, Rightio, uh, from Paul, he said, How long will the podcast last? Will you kick the TV if we are losing by 18 or more? I'm thinking the Broncos will storm this game, finishing 30 points clear, and to top it off, Boyd is going to get a hat-trick. Off for more drugs now, back for the game. <laughs> yeah, I could, do, I could use some of your hard drugs now. <laughs> um, we haven't well, I haven't any... kicked my TV because it is a super expensive machine, so it's safe. Well, as I said earlier, again, I'm staying at my mum's now, and her TV, she's got like a TV cabinet, right, that they built, like, my mum and dad built it in like 20 years ago, so the hole for the TV yeah. is built for one of those like 50 centimetre square TVs, right, square. Yeah, yeah. But the problem about that is that now with the TVs that are, you know, widescreen, it's like a 20-inch TV. It's like a TV, like a computer monitor in her lounge room. <laughs> it's so bad. It's so bad. Man, I, you just just get rid of the lot. Tell her to get rid of the lot and get IQ4. Well, so that's what I told her to get rid of it. She said, oh, but I want to keep the cabinet. That's a classic old person move, these bloody boomers. They think this cabinet, because she spent like, a, you know, $500 in the cabinet 20 years ago. This cabinet's still worth $500 to her. He's just man. We could have a we could have a podcast about boomers. We eh? could, but I'm trying to tell her like she has heaps of the, she's had a garage half full of shit she's never gonna use again or like furniture she can't fit anywhere. I tell her to sell it and she's like, Oh no, but that costs a thousand dollars. I said, Mum, it costs what someone will pay for it on Gumtree, that's what it's worth. You know? It, yep. this T V unit here is worth fifty bucks. Okay, so five hundred. If that. Yeah, that's it. Like half the things that are so big, people won't even take them for free. Like this, you can't fit a good TV in this. Is actually you're right. It's probably worth no money. It doesn't matter. that it's wooden with some glass pieces and stuff. It's got not worth anything. Uh, right, from Michael, he said, if the Broncos don't beat the Cowgirls tonight, this team is gone for the rest of the season. The new coach is shit and a joke, and Boyd needs to go. Oh yeah, if we don't win tonight, the season, the final season's over. Runs over. I mean, if you don't win tonight, we've been through this before on here, but. You know, we just lost to the, the Storm. And whilst four and against is irrelevant for our position, that's, you know, kind of a bonus. We just lost to the Storm. But after this, we we have that real run of three tough games in terms of a host Penrith, who, you know, not fantastic with, better, better than the bloody Cowboys. Host the Bunnies, host the Eels. We're not winning all three of those. Like, <laughs> yeah, see, I'm, I'm quietly confident we will. Um... Like I don't, if we lose this, I don't care. Like whatever. But if, like, say we win this, and I just we play a lot better at Suncorp. We do still. We do. And so I mean, yeah, I think Para's probably the game I'm most nervous about there. I know the bunnies are the bunnies, but they haven't been the greatest. Um, like yeah, I, I'd be pretty confident we could go those three. Yeah, but no, I don't know but, why I have yeah, that confidence. But after, if you but, lose this game, though, you have to win all those three and win the last game to make the finals. I don't... Yeah, I'm not confident of that happening if we lose here. 
and then you got what Bulldogs in Sydney. We never win that game. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter how shit they are. Uh, from Dale, he says this car should just be one commentary of the game, Roy and HG style. Oh, I don't. I don't have enough nicknames. No, nah, I don't like. <laughs> we're not really commentating. You know, that's why we're not doing this live or anything because. Um, I guess if some people like listening to this back or something, we can figure something out in the future. But, um, yeah, we're not commentators. <laughs> That's for damn sure. You know, not- yeah, I mean, I guess if we if you did do it, it yeah, you're not really going to be commentating. You just, you know, what we're doing people now. can watch the game, what they're saying, and then we can just talk trash, but yeah. So, uh, one try has come from... Seventh minute break in her own twenty. That's where one try in this game has come from. Not all the possession on their goal line. <laughs> this team dead set reminds me of my touch football team. Like we can only really score tries from our own half. Is yeah, running through half is how we score like most of our tries. Yeah. And just no attack on the goal line, and just this team is like borderline embarrassing that yeah. an NRL side is this bad in attack. And I, it's not just this bad against the Storm. It's like this bad against every team. Yeah. Oh don't show the Shibasaki try again. I don't want to say it. <laughs> um, right, from Blake. He said, what topping do you get on your pizza? And will Darius Boyd kick the ball tonight? I'm a bit of a... Not a pizza snob, but I have like my different moods. It's like... If I want a good pizza, a good pizza has like no toppings. If you get me, like a good pizza, I go to like a really good pizza place. It's like really basic. Like if you go to a really good, uh, uh, sorry, Napoli pizza place, you get like, you know, uh, prosciutto or parma ham, sorry, and mushroom and olive or something. But if I go to Domino's, because it's just shit pizza, it's like have all the toppings. Cover up the flavor of the shitty pizza with just fat and taste. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I only really eat Domino's yeah. because they're like five bucks. Yeah. Um, my usual go-to is like the pepperoni pizza because it's a poor man's meat lovers for five bucks. Um, but the Hawaiian, sometimes I get there. Here's, I go the Hawaiian, but with barbecue sauce. It's a good change up. Yeah, I mean, Hawaiian's one of my, my top tier Domino's pizza pizzas. That's that's a good pick. But um, I do like um, um, right I, I do like I do like Super Supreme from Domino's too. But as you said, there's a like four or five dollar range. You get those. Dom- it's one of those things that... That's what I normally go for. Domino's is like... F- food in Australia in general is expensive, right? The pizza market is the weirdest thing in all of Australian like food. You can't buy like anything at any fast food place for $5. You can get an entire bloody pizza. I don't know how it ended up like it's that. It's the best value around. It is. And do you know Domino's costs like £25 in Britain, right? For one of their pizzas. Same pizzas. No one would buy it here if that was They it. wouldn't, but... The only thing that... Cl- the only thing that comes close value-wise is, like, a chippery. Like, mm. everything else is, like, $15 for one person. And then chips and dominoes is, like, 5 bucks. Exactly. How much is it? It's a Happy Meal these days. Is it, like, 5 bucks? Oh, it's got to be more than 5 bucks. Yeah, it has to be. Like, how much is a Happy Meal? I don't know. I'm trying to Google it now, but I don't know if they have the prices on their website because they change per region. But maybe they do these days. Um, I'm also looking. This is amazing podcasting. No, it is. Whatever, mate. It's probably not great podcasting. Anymore. We're probably <laughs> we're trolling in and out of the The whole thing's probably trash, actually. But, oh, my God. Um, yeah, there's no price here. I the cheeseburger or I get a price. No, you don't. Okay, well, let's, I'll assume they're $5, over $5. You can get a whole pizza and feed, like, 
you know, one man but two, two kids. People. You know, you even two adults. If you both had half a pizza, you're not going to be bloated, but you would be able to eat that as a meal and be. I'll get the pan pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm like the thin and crispy though. I like because um, it's. I I love a thin and crispy just cheese pizza. I don't get thin and crispy for other things, but if I'm getting just cheese, like, yeah, thin and crispy, and just go to town on that. I mean, I eat a whole pizza no matter what it is, yeah. but but it's um one of those things. By the yeah. way, the thin and crispy, like like your calorie counting, Simonio. Thin and crispy has more calories in it than the the pan crust. It's a funny one because it's um the dough's far more full of butter to keep it crispy. It's worse for you. Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of butter. I mean, you're not you're not calorie. If you're ordering Domino's, you're not counting calories anyway. And if you are, you've got problems, but... the calories in a Domino's pizza is ridiculous. I remember this is going back years and years. Mum was doing uh, like the Weight Watchers program for a while, and so they have so many points you can use a day, which is basically calorie counting. Yeah. Um, but I guess a more simplified version. But they had, I think she had like 30 points in a day or something like that. And a pizza, a slice of pizza was like nine points or something. Like it was, yeah. you have three pieces of pizza and that's all you can eat for the day. Yeah, there's, there's some things that shock you with how little calories are in them sometimes. But pizza, pizza, you look at one slice, you're like, how do they get all this in there? <laughs> Where is it all coming from? Yeah. Uh, that's what alcohol's actually pretty good calorie wise. Beer is the bad. We were one, looking isn't this up it? the other day. Like, pure alcohol's beer is bad. Yeah, like, it's got okay. a lot of yeast. But if you go like a, a vodka lime and soda, but like any like spirit is pretty good calorie wise. Yeah, I mean if it's a good spirit, if you're talking like Canadian Club, that's like thirty percent alcohol, seventy percent sugar. It's not Canadian Club, sorry, Southern Comfort. That's a bit different. But like a whiskey oh. <laughs> or something similar is much better. Especially because if you drink in Southern Comfort, you're mixing it with lemonade, yeah. so you just. Sugar on sugar. Yeah, but, um, but as you said, um, beer, yeah, beer's I feel the bad. Like that now. You want something comfort, mate? Well, I'm on the, uh, as I told you earlier, yeah. you know you're drinking long on iced teas. I'm drinking Bundaberg Sarsaparillas. So I'm not alcoholic, but uh, my beers are in the garage at the bottom of the unit complex, and I forgot to bring them up, and I couldn't go back down. <laughs> Recording the podcast. Yeah, well, I'm going to get up soon and get on the Mai Tais, so Mai tais, yeah. things will get fun then. Right, uh, Jamie here says we can't be worse than Channel 9, so that is a very nice compliment. Um, it's not a high bar, but we've reached it. Yeah, look, uh, <laughs> I've sworn a little more, <laughs> but I like to think we can't, you're right, we cannot be uh, I mean, worse. Probably less biased than Channel 9, though. Probably, probably more balanced. I mean, saying, saying you can't be worse than Channel 9 is saying like you can't have a, like, a worse massacre than the Holocaust. Yeah. Like, you know, the bar's pretty easy to get over. Yeah, you can't be worse um, leader than Hitler. It's like, yeah, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thanks for the compliment, guys. Uh, right, from David. I'm looking forward to a great game tonight. Let's find out if I'm prophetic or delusional. Go Broncos. What, is, what, is, what was your prophecy? Um, oh, just a great, great game, game tonight. Game. I mean, it is not happening. There's not a great game no. tonight. It was never going to be a great game, though. Have you seen us play rugby league? <laughs> oh, here we go, mate. mate. Darius Boy, um, by the way. One... one run for one metre. <laughs> oh, beautiful. He had that kick, though. Got a repeat set. Yeah. Um, Thomas here said, this is 20 minutes ago, so this is a bit cheating, but he said, Shibasaki, for F's sake, he's so useless. I'm done. Harvard Brains loves him, it seems. <laughs> yeah. Oh, mate. Oh, here we go. Darius Boy, by the way. 10 receipts. 10 touches. And the more concerning well, thing, not only is his touches low, Shibasaki, 11 touches. <laughs> oh, man. I just, I just don't get how. 
or why. Yeah. Um, well, that's all the Facebook. I'll keep an eye on this later and see if anything else comes in, but that's probably going to be it from Facebook. Um, right, James K underscore thirteen twelve on Twitter. He said, "Is there legit something we can do about Jillo's contract on a medical basis? It's basically two seasons we paid him to sit on the sidelines now. Obviously, we gave him the deal, so it's our fault, but it's getting a bit silly." I think there's a problem. Like I know that so medical retirements on contracts is generally like if it's it, your retirement's caused by an in, like an a new injury or similar. And stuff they can do it. It's ins- it's an insurance thing, right? So, you know, I'm not an insurance specialist, and we know they'll fight anything. But I think the fact that we gave him a contract after he did his neck might rule that you out. You need a new injury, yeah, and p- potentially, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I, mean, um, I don't know if we can get out of it that way. But I, like I said earlier, I actually don't think the club wants to get out of it. Yeah, I just. Hi, oh, we've talked about his deal. It's the yeah. worst ever. Um, the second half just started for anyone yeah. still listening to this terrible podcast. Oh my God. <laughs> it's all over the shop. Maybe it's interesting for people that were all over the shop, though, frazzled and whatever. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know. Someone will. There'll be three people out there that will find it interesting. We'll get the feedback from one person just, it was good, and we'll just. This is how we'll do it from now on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm sure if it ends up in like a tragic Broncos loss they'll be like Butsy and Bretto will like it yeah <laughs> yeah well that's that's the bonus of not doing this live people can't enjoy our pain live if it's uh, <laughs> if we're getting hammered by their team <laughs> we get through like most of the podcast and then we lose and we just stop recording and turn it yeah. off so I couldn't do this doing a storm game for example though I just couldn't I mean there's a reason we're doing the Cowboys game yeah. and not the storm game well, we kind of had it pegged in the calendar about you know six weeks ago or so you'd um You'd peg this up. Oh, good, another terrible kick from our halves. You'd line this up and for the rivalry and everything. But also, we looked at the other rest of the games and it's like, we're not going to do the Storm. And I also might lose my mind yeah, if we do no. the South game and, and Uncle Wayne destroys us. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'd swap teams halfway through <laughs> and it would become South Weekly, so that's all right. Yeah, why not? Oh, good, another good penalty. <sighs> Deadset McCulloch needs to be taken to the farm and shot. <laughs> He, yeah, he runs past Moose now and he's back in the side for 15 weeks. <laughs> this is terrible. Oh, man. I just... It's depressing. It is depressing. And I just don't buy any of the excuses. Like, people want to blame experience or anything, whatever whatever they want to blame. And, you know, new coach, young players, whatever... I'm not stupid. You're not stupid. I've watched enough rugby league to watch his team and think this is round 21. I still have no no bloody idea what we're trying to do on the field. Like in terms of what our game plan is, in terms of you know what's our attacking strategy when we have the ball, what's our plan on every set. You know how we're we trying to score points. Are we attacking weaknesses? None of that seems to be there. We just seem to be go out there and see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember like? Pete Bedell and Chris Gary were telling us at the start of the season, you just need to wait till like round eight. I'm watching training every day, guys. Things are crisp. Things are working well. You know, all that stuff. Yeah. All the positive chat. And it's like, yeah, it's going to click. They're training at 125%. Yeah. So the game situations are slower. Yeah, like Darius definitely is slower. Yeah. That's that's obvious. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I don't know. But this is just, at least they didn't score somehow, but... I'm just so glad Chibisaki gets given the ball near our goal line all the time again. 
just penalty, lads. Penalty. Give us a penalty, you cowboy frauds. Come on, Moose. You owe us one. For Come on, there. Crap penalties you gave him yeah, to play no, for us. Work his face. No, <laughs> You've seen somebody tweeted that meme, the two Spider-Mans pointing at each other, and it's like, Opechek versus Shibasaki. <laughs> yeah, Opechek versus Shibasaki, yep. I feel like it's actually offensive to yeah. Opechek now. I feel like I can say that. Uh, Opechek definitely is the better player. Yes, that's, that's upsetting to say that. That's the truth. We're, yeah. I'd call it down the line. Call it how yeah, you see it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, look at Two minutes into the half, Mac is out of breather. The boys kicked into the touch because he needs it. It's four minutes, mate. Yeah. Um, right, well, from Pythago NRL here, he said, what are we drinking, lads, and will it vary based on how the game goes? Yeah, so we mentioned earlier, I'm on the Sarsaparellas. And, uh, Simo, you're on the Mai Tais now, or are you still on the... Um, I'm about to get on the Mai Tais. I had a Long Island as like a, a warm-up, but it's taken longer than I planned to drink it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'll get on the Mai Tais soon. <sighs> yeah, yeah, good call. Well, for me, as I said, I've only got sarsaparilla, and Simo did mention that I have. I've got like, I've got average average spirits here. I've got like Fireball in the cupboard, vodka, and I've got some. Bundy rum because I, I bought it for my mum because she puts it on bloody fruit cakes, like she makes a Christmas cake. Whatever. There's only like average. Yeah, yeah. I could probably mix the vodka and sarsaparilla, or just have the vodka straight and just whatever. Um, right from uh, Jim Walker underscore. He said, "Will this be the only game of Shibasaki's career where he isn't the worst back on the <laughs> park?" See, G- no, 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 wait, wait. See, Geller Mosby. Oh. That's close, and we've just hit the kicker late. Superb. Sark actually had a good take there, but um, that's terrible. Yeah, it's Geller Mosby or Shibasaki. Oh, nah, I mean, bad. they're both responsible for a try so far. Look, for those people who will get mad at that flagler penalty, it's because you didn't go to the ground with the guy. Yeah, it's not late. It's just... You can't hit the kicker. And it's, it's, it's the rule. Like, follow the rule. can't smash. Like, he, he didn't really intend what he did. He jumped out to block the kick, and then he hit the kicker and knocked him on the ground. But the rule is you have to go to the ground with the kicker. He's penalised. Yeah. It's it's not hard. But some people will um, be mad about it, I'm sure. Uh, GM Walker replied to his own tweet. He said, I take it back. He's way worse. He's got the worst ball skills in the NRL. Yeah. <laughs> well, he, he let that kick dribble into the end goal to stand, too. It's like... <laughs> It's ridiculous. They should just kick at him, tackle one. <laughs> I, I don't know. Yeah. Just do it. They should, yeah. they're, they're scared of being, like, yelled at by their coach. <laughs> Very true. They're going to run uh, another they'll run right-hand sweep play, and then they'll go back to the middle. Oh, my. Yeah, they did run the right-hand sweep play. And they go back to the middle and back for a sweep play. Hey, felt dropped. Oh, it's as predictable uh, as clockwork. It is, but Milford was offside then. For, uh, scraps on. Who's that? Is Opacek scrapping with Lodge, is it? No, it's Felton Lodge. It's one of those weird ones where they're like hugging each other, rubbing their heads against each other, but also almost in a 69 position. It's like the Spider-Man upside down kiss. What are we doing here, boys? <laughs> oh. God. Can they take the two here? I think they're in a position to take the two. I'll tell you what, Felton is low-key average player, eh? He is. 
and um, I thought he should have played Origin this year, not because he's good, but because of the play. He's better than Dane Gagai. Yeah, and also better than Moses Mbai. That's what I felt complimented. Hang on, just one sec. One sec. Oh, my God. Simo's gone and Clifford. Obstruction, something. My Lord. Nah, it's, sorry, I was just asking right, for something, so I put my mic uh, on. Obstruction or something. Check it. Take it off him. No try. There's an obstruction. It looks like an obstruction. Looks like he's run back behind. And I'd love the penalty here. Let's have a look. But let's have a look what's happened here. So, well, that's an obstruction. He, he, he didn't go through the line. That's an obstruction. Don't. They're going to slow this down too much. He's already contacted McCulloch. Gavin Cooper contacts McCulloch. He doesn't go through the line. He stops in the line. They're going to give that. No, they're not giving it. It's good. I'm about to say, because he hit McCulloch, and McCulloch, McCulloch did make an attempt to make the tackle, but if he just fell to the ground, they would have given the penalty. So that was the right call. They've actually got pretty good at this mean, call, he, by the way. He says, like, affects his ability to defend. I don't really think he does. It, I don't think he does either, but that's just the rule there. Like, he had a chance Because he, he doesn't really take him out, and then he just stands there and just arm grabs yeah, at him. He stopped in the line. That's a penalty. Thank you. Um, it's, it's one of those things. Though. They actually have got pretty good at rules. Like, a couple of years ago when they did that dumb black and white rule, they were, it was terrible because like, you'd have those obstructions, you know, 15 minutes infield, cancelling tries out. That's one of the things referees in the bunker have got quite good at now, I think, is common sense on those calls. There's going to be some mad people about that one, though. Oh, there will be. There's no people at all of them, you know. But that's just how rugby league fans work, mate. <laughs> Ooh. I just, I, I honestly don't think rugby league fans could ever be happy. You oh, my God. Give them, like, God. a thousand bucks and they'd win. Carrigan now. Oh, thank God. The Cowboys fucked up, too. But, my Lord, that was just terrible. Bloody three minutes of play. Or three seconds of play. These teams are terrible. Yeah. My God, Shibasaki just dove in a ball. Why would you kick there? I don't know why they kicked there. Did they? Th they I don't know. <laughs> Do they think it's a free play? No, like it's no free play rule. It was Morgan too, wasn't it? Like I don't know why they kicked. Yeah, there. it was Morgan. And it wasn't like there was no He's one behind. Like I get if they kicked, if there was like they actually had the advantage, but there was a f no one. You know, there was people there. Sorry, terrible penalty. Oh, he's gonna get abused. Thank you, Moose. Get him, Logie. Uh, thank you. My God, these teams are terrible. This is dead set like watching 15 versus 16 yes. on the ladder. Except the Titans exist, so 14 versus 15. Yeah. Oh, mate, I got some Mai Tai now. That's good, mate. It is the best drink in the world, eh? <laughs> mate, these teams are disgraceful. You add this and it's like... The best oval ball team in the state is the Brisbane Lions. What an embarrassment to everything. Oh, I mean, let's not let's not jump to conclusions. Let's not go too far. Well, yet. look, but it's like the Reds suck. These two teams suck. Hey, my touch football team yeah, exists in this state. It's exist. all right. Oh, Granville's coming back on at hooker, so he wasn't even injured. That was a plant. Didn't cost them though. <laughs> Uh, this is just terrible. It's one of those games. Cowboys fans now be thinking to how the hell aren't we up by twelve? 
from the last 15 minutes of this game, which is they, sh they have every right to be that pissed because they should be up by 12. <laughs> I just... This game should be 18. I'd, I'd, <laughs> it should be. But, I, like... How have these teams fallen so far in Bang two guy. years? Or one? I don't know, mate. I get the Cowboys one because like they held on to all that 2015 squad. I get it, and that just was never that never works out for anybody. Like no team that ever keeps going win competitions ever just keeps the same squad together. People think the Storm do, but they don't. That never works out. But no, they don't. Yeah. And like even other teams, you look at like the Patriots. Yeah. Like there's always moving players on. Like because the, like premierships get people paid. Yeah, they do. You win a premiership, you get a big contract. You can't keep all those and still win. Like you got to, like we've said before, you got to move somebody on to get the a player that can do eighty percent of the work for like thirty percent yeah, of the pay. Here we go, Broncos seven tackle sets, mate, and that that's one thing. So Turpin tries his best in the halves, but his kicks under pressure are generally pretty terrible. And that one, he just booted dead under pressure. <laughs> but um, but yeah, as you said, like the the Cowboys held on to them. But for us though, like. I don't care. Fans will, will always... People keep saying to us, or you keep seeing or reading similar, that, like, the Broncos are rebuilding, you know, this is always going to happen. You know, we finished last year so bad. I don't give it... There's no excuse for how bad they are. There isn't. I mean, the whole thing last year was with Wayne. It had to be a premiership or you get fired. Like, you can't be at that point, like... You, your squad is that good, you lose Kahu and Maguire and suddenly go to, we have to rebuild this whole team. Like, that's not a thing. Oh my God, they've got away with one here. They're going back They're going back for it, aren't they? Yeah. They almost, I thought they just called then, so they thought they called Cohen Hess and offloaded backwards and we punched it, knocked it back and Gavin Cooper got it December. Cohen Hess dropped that ball. But yeah, that's it. Like, last year, and the, 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 the way people have shaped their entire narrative of last season based on that home final loss is remarkable. Isn't it? I know. But the thing is also, like, they say, oh, the home final loss, as if, like, we finished 13th on the ladder. We literally were one win off this... It was Storm that finished mine. No, no, right? yeah. But we won with the top four all so, the like, same. So, like, we were one... Yeah. yeah, the top four were all the same. Five to eight were all the same. One win... All one win behind. Like, that's how close the top eight was. That's how many... Like, that was what the the level we did. Like... That's not an average season. It's not. And, and, and people have removed complete context from it. Is that people have the excuse this year of injuries and age. But the same thing happened last year with injuries. Yeah, Jack Bird was out most of the season. Matt Gillette was out most of the season. And, like, the thing also last year is, yeah, we lost to a lot of the crappy sides. It was 6-2 and two against the top four sides. We beat them all twice except the Storm we lost to twice. We had the best record in the comp against the top four. Yeah, so we were a good side and... I mean, I, I think this squad this year is better than the squad last year. Like, de obviously, yes, I think the coach... Me, personally, I think the coaching makes a difference. Yeah, it does. And and people have like, the excuse for a young team this year, but last year was a young team too, and those same things that went wrong last year, that's what I expected from this quality of young team, is that they would get up for the big games and probably lose the games that don't matter as much, but that's what young teams do. This year's young team is completely different. <laughs> And, mate, that's fantastic well from Milford. I'm pretty certain this went out. I might be wrong. But, mate, that's great from Milford again from a bad back-back. But he could have done more, Simo. Probably should have scored. <laughs> I mean, if he scored a try, yeah, he should have done more there. Oh, 
it did stay in. Good, good referee. But I always said touch judges were, were good at their yeah, job. Exactly. So. But yeah, the Broncos last year, they freaked, as we oh, know, they lost man. Gillette and Bird for the whole year. We know we did that. And I don't want to keep harping on about last season. I want to move forward and say they suck this year. But I was bringing up that comparison that people think this is always coming. But yeah, we had those injuries. And then we did try and play Payne Haas. He also got injured. Stag stepped in for Gillett. He got injured. Like, and there was a few obviously injuries throughout the year too that happened. Pangai dealt with his on and off injury a bit, whatever. But it was like, toward the end of the season last year, remember, people were calling us like genuine dark horses for the competition. We beat, in the last three rounds, yeah. we beat the Rabbitohs 38-18 at home. We beat the Roosters 22-8 down there. After We beat them twice last year, by the way, the Roosters, you said. And then we beat Manly at home 48-16. Yes, we did lose that home final to the Dragons, but it's like... We had good wins last year. We have, like, one good win this year. <laughs> yeah, just that Roosters game. That's it. And then we, be- we beat the Sharks missing, like, 18 of their top 17 players. Yeah, to be fair, that was a good win, too, from our shit players, actually. Like, that's about it. But oh, our second yeah. Shark game. The first one, we had, yeah. like, a good side at Suncorp, yeah. and they were missing, like, that's all their players. But Milford is doing all right. No one was supporting him. Don't go seven tackles. It is going to go seven tackles. Oh, my God. Just get tackled, boys. <sighs> that was dumb. But, yeah, this is our attack now, Simo. <laughs> it's like, just throw the ball to Payne Haas a couple times, throw some offloads, some, some passing that's clunky and whatever, and then that's it. <laughs> I mean, it's the Cowboys. If you wear a seven tackle set, I'm not concerned they're going to get down the other end of the field. Yeah. And now here, though, we've got that thing now. This... That had, it didn't kill us earlier this year, but this is always the period. Tamalo's back on now. This is the period of the big rivalry that we'd be up by 12 points and they'd come, he'd come back on and he'd murder us. But luckily these teams are both so shit. I don't think there'll be 12 points left in the game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to guess Darius Boyd's receipts? Well, what, he was 10 yeah, at half was. time. So he's got to be like 14 and now. Shockingly, 17. I don't know. I, I, I was going to think it was like going to be 15. That was great from Clifford. Oh, and he scored. He dropped it after. That was great. Brilliant, boys. Yeah. Like, this is not... Um, right, well, let's go through a couple more of these while we got a break then. Yep, so who, what's going on here? Uh, That's Pangai shot out. That, that was Pangai's fault. <sighs> yeah, sorry, go to those questions, man. Nobody cared that he, like, caught that on the inside of Tamalolo and then passed. Um, right, Don Bloody Miller, he said, Aiden Teaser and Ash Taylor, Broncos Halves 2020, positive thoughts and let's make it happen. Yeah, look. I'd take it. I'd take it. People think, um, oh, geez, that is almost an obstruction. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, Shepard. Oh, well, whatever. I don't, I'm not going to hold on to that. It's a try. Um, yeah, I'm obviously, I've been pro-season the Broncos for years, and I think it's a tragedy that he's probably going to end up in England now because I think he's finally figured it all out in terms of consistency. You know, he's not the best half in the competition, but he's 27-28. Playing solitary, has a good kicking game, has all the tools. Like, 
you know, I'd love a couple, three or four years of him, or two or three years of him, to, uh, while we wait for the, the younger fellas to come across. And then Ash Taylor, I mean, again, everyone thinks he's the world's worst player now. That's how rugby league works. It's there was always perception. So now he's the most overplayed and the worst half going round. But yeah, on, on, on you know, I'd hate take him back in a heartbeat on decent money, you know. Yeah. Um, from GM Walker on a score again, he said, playing the Darius Boyd drinking game. Every time he touches the ball, you do a shot, see if you can legally drive at the end of the game. Well, mate, 17 is... He's chugging along. <laughs> he's going to beat his last yeah, week. Yeah, probably, al- probably get alcohol poisoning tonight because uh, he's paid off the stats, man. Yeah, he has. Um, from Corey Goats, he said, what are your thoughts on Japanese pearl dri- divers? I personally dislike them. Yeah, so do I. So do I, mate. <laughs> I'm telling you, we should have finished your job in Hiroshima. We should have finished it. Let's go again. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, from McFlavor7, he said, Can Shibasaki F off? The guy is wearing black boots. What year is this? Oh, God. Uh, is that a question from during the game? That's great if it is. Yeah, this is 16 yeah. minutes ago. Can he pl- I agree. Um, <sighs> we'll get to that one later, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Some of these. This is so bad. We're so bad. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! How have they got the ball back there? <laughs> we can't even fall on a loose ball they give to us. And Payne Haas is the one that stops Jake Granville on the break, of course. My lord. <laughs> I know we've like we talk a lot about how good Payne Haas is and his motor, but it is. Hey, ridiculous. they gave us the ball back again. These like they try to give us the game, <laughs> but yes. Paynars, it is ridiculous at his size to have that motor. And in the Paynars meter lottery, mate, you're already out. 197 meters. What? You're already done. <laughs> Gee. Well, I'm, I'm going to be done too. He's, he's going to clear 211 easy. Unless he like, like gets subbed off in four yeah, minutes. He'll come back on because he's like the only... Oh, my God. Reese Kennedy. Hold the bloody football, you clowns. Oh my lord, get to the end of a set and actually execute the end of a set. Don't just kick it bloody dead. Like, finish a set. Effectively. Oh, I hate rugby league. So do I. Mate, these teams are an embarrassment to our state. <laughs> I think we need to uh, take the advice of your fiancé and pick a decent yes, team. Yes, she says. It doesn't do this to me. <laughs> Support a winner. It's easy. It's easy. Oh my god, that that play there, Shibasaki had already charged past the Morgan dummy. Genius. I mean, I just never thought I'd support the Cincinnati Bengals and then not be the most yeah. incompetent franchise that I go for. Hey, they kicked the dead. That's brilliant. Yeah, mate, you're in a world now that yeah, <laughs> the Bungles aren't your worst team. What about this for a lineup? The Gold Coast Suns, the Bungles, and the Broncos. Mate, that's tough. I forget you're a Suns man. Oh, well, you know, saying I'm a Suns man is very strong is. words for what I do for them. You were at some point I mean, sympathetic. sympathetic. I check the scores once a week, maybe. At one point you sympathised with the Suns. I mean, well, it was mainly when Carmichael was there. Yeah. Like, it's not been as strong since he left. It hasn't. I mean, dead set, though. Yeah. One of my favourite sporting moments ever was when he kicked a goal after the siren to win the game against Richmond. And, like, yeah. he just... 
Yeah, it's one of my favourite moments. So after the forward pass that they didn't call, I think they've just called that Payne Haas has dropped that into Gavin Cooper, or is it, when he's received it? I don't know. But watch there before that replay. Have a look at their, their halfback, Jake Clifford. The You know, apparently at 20 years old, if you can't... What what are they called? Haas hasn't dropped that. Oh, yes, he has. Um, but yeah, Jake Clifford, at 20 years old, you can uh, apparently steer a team around. I don't think you could do that. Sorry, he's 21 now. I thought age was an excuse. Oh, that's That's why. it, 21. Yeah, if he was 20. Yeah. 20, you can't. 21. Yeah. I just like going back to talk about Milford. Mm. I find it hilarious that everyone wants him to be like the vocal leader on the field, stand up, tell 13 other people what to do. And it's like he moved from the Raiders to the Broncos because he wanted to live with his parents yeah. and like he lives in their basement. Yeah, like, one, right? yeah, he's not like if you thought he was a leader of men, you're an idiot. <laughs> yeah, like I love his skill and I love what he can do. But that's not a thing he's going to do. You can't... Like, that's not in his skill set. You can't just, you know, become a leader, generally. You know, in any workplace or any field, no. You're not going to sign Payne Haas to put him on the wing and score athletic tries. Like, that's not what his skill set is. And you just... Oh, that's a great take by Staggs. But it's like, you know, I think think people don't see that as, like, being a skill set people have or don't have because it's, like, a mental thing, like, talking, like... Everyone can talk, but like the whole mental side of things and being able to talk to people and lead is just as much a skill as you could have as like anything physical. And it's it's not in his game. He's not going to do it. Yeah. Just the same way as like Tamalolo is not going to like score tries like Fusatu. Yeah, but it's like you know, it's like any workplace, right? Like you know, someone really good at their job. You might have the colleague who works with you who's really good at his job, and he gets promoted to be a leader because he's good at his job. And then he's a terrible manager of people and a terrible leader. And you're like, well, obviously, that guy was never a leader. He was just good at his job. Milford's I mean, the same thing. That's, that's like an actual, hu- like... It's just humans. ...thing, though, is yeah. like promoted to the point of incompetence. It is. It's like, if you're good at your job, you get promoted. Yeah. And at some point, you're not going to be good at your job anymore. So you... Yeah. Gonna, oh, thank God, Gellamosby exists. He's so bad. Why do I still didn't kick bombs at him the I mean, whole game? But we didn't get to the kick, that's why. That bomb was literally nothing He's, bomb. You know, he, he dropped a Turpin nothing bomb. And the Milford one he dropped was not the traditional Milford swirler. He's just dropping average bombs. Oh, my God. He had a look before he finished catching, and he's a coward. <sighs> but, yeah, that's it. Prior to the point of incompetence. So we're not saying Milford's incompetent at anything else, but anyone thinking he was going to turn into this vocal leader. And same thing. Remember preseason they were saying Nick is talking at training? So, mate, I don't know if I've ever seen that guy say a word on the field, like, ever. And you thought one day he's going to train in the preseason, and when the game started, here he comes. He's out there chatting to everyone. By talking in training, though, man, he rocked up 15 minutes early. Yeah. He was like, so what do you guys get up to on the weekend? <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We just tried to run the Dari Sports Sweet Playoff for scrum. That's not how it works. <laughs> it didn't work, obviously. And there's always Boyd in those play now. He can't actually run or get tackled. He just has to throw a cut out to Oates, no matter what. <laughs> Take the two as far as I'm yeah, concerned. We'll go way back. Uh, here we go. Come on, boys. Come on. Go for feeder. Yes, for feeder! Woo! Over Moose again! <laughs> Eat an absolute bag of dicks, you one-eyed fool! Oh, man, that's beautiful. Woo! 
I just... <laughs> I know what I've done to you, Simo. I don't care. <laughs> <sighs> it's just... I mean, best player yeah. in his family. <laughs> best player, exactly right. <laughs> But see, this is like, I mean, we've mentioned this 38 times this season, is like, that's our ni- That's what our 19-year-olds are doing, yeah. is that. Yeah, but then it's their fault, mate, inexperience. And they, they cop the blame. And that yeah. particular 19-year-old doesn't get to play games very often. <laughs> he doesn't get to play many minutes. <laughs> Why would you want that? I mean, okay, if we think of it this way, like most of the 19-year-olds get the blame, right, and their level of play, and Fafita doesn't get to play and gets blame, and that's his level. Imagine how good Parisi is. Yeah, mate, he must be fantastic. Moose, you fraud. This is... I, I love, like, I love crap no, moose. So do I, but there's just something, like, we know, we've, every, every fan said this, there's something about Fafita, get the ball in his hands, and a second rower who can create things out of nothing for themselves. Like, come on, there's... People talk about Glenn's value in the, his bloody defence, apparently, or his line running, whatever. Sit on that one. <laughs> like, just shove it up here. I, I don't care about his value. Like, Fafita's going to score more tries than he'll let in. Yeah. Like, his, posi- his net positive of tries scored and conceded is going to be higher than Glenn's. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly right. Like, that's it. It's, his net, he's, what we gain from him is way more than what we lose. And with the way our team is so inept setting up to score points and our structures are so poor we need unfortunately we need guys like Fafita in the side that will create things from individual brilliance like that's just the fact of it like once you if you take Pangai and Fafita off the edges of this team as we've seen before you put you put Glenn and Gillett back on the edges and we just have nothing Righto, um, I've got an ad break yeah. so from King Wally here he says what do you think of Harvard Tony's interview on Fox Sports uh, I don't know if that's one more for the post podcast because it'd probably go for too long. But it was just again another one of those like absolute. It's kind of like when you see somebody front up for representing like a big company on TV, and like when there's been big redundancies or something. They don't know what they're doing. Well, there's doing. been big redundancies or whatever, and they want to somehow paint it like positive news. And they'll go through and they'll yeah. say like a million corporate jargon words or whatever. Buzzwords. Anthony Seabold is inventing rugby league buzzwords on a weekly basis. This week's was training history. Training history. <laughs> like, I totally... Uh, oh, see, see yeah, I dropped that one. I don't know if, anyway, um, I'm, I totally get what he's trying to say. Like, And it's a thing when you say, oh, the guy hasn't had enough pre-seasons, for example. And when you watch Xavier Coates... You can see it. He hasn't had enough pre-seasons. He hasn't had a pre-season with the top squad. But now, instead of saying they're inexperienced, it's now also training history is the problem for picking the 19-year-olds. But again, nobody's forcing him to pick those players. But the thing I also don't... I find odd about training history is, like, Sean Fansom's at training. Yes, I know. Like... And we've, we've gone through, like, the experienced players that play, like Glenn, Gillette, Macca, Boyd. Like, they're all there at training. Like, the experienced players he's not picking are at training. Yeah. Like, there is some level of training history there. Like, he doesn't have 30 19-year-olds in his squad. Yeah. I mean, that's it. Like, he's mentioned, like, we talked about training history. I mentioned earlier, Parisi's trained around Europe with the Wallabies, if you want training history. I mean, yeah, he's he's fairly young yeah, still, but, like, though, that's, that's going to be about as yeah. good as... It, 
good as it gets. I mean, the Wallabies, whatever. I know, but, but still, mate, it's plenty still of training something. history, though, mate. That's a lot of training history. And it's like, you know, guys like... And I, I can I can cop that cop out when you played Coates and Farmworth when you, when you were forced to do it in that Shark game. But you won the bloody game. <laughs> like, yeah. But that city has a new excuse every week. And it's like, mate, where have you come up with this? Is this what you got? This is the thing. Like, is he doing like a weekly report to the board or something? And it's like each week he's got his new, like... Not his excuse, but his new reason. Because remember, he says he hasn't got excuses. <laughs> Man, if he spent more time on coaching rugby league and less time on making up excuses, maybe we'd be a decent football team. Yeah, exactly right, mate. Like, it's just ridiculous. Jump up here, buddy. By the way, Dari Sport's still on one run for one metre and that one kick. Your captain just hanging out on the left-hand <laughs> side there. But no, it's fine, mate. It's, fu it's fine, Simo. He's better there. <laughs> oh, mate, he's, he's having a good season since he moved to the yeah, halves. He is. Yeah, oh, and... Well, that's what did Seabold say in the interview with Ken? Oh, I'm happy with his defence. And and the good thing about the interview too is, um, you know, he did he didn't quite say it, and Ivan Cleary did say it in his interview, and fans blew up. But you know, he's not the one guy managing the roster. But when he whinged about experience, and then um, Ken asks him, "Well, why did you let go of X Y Z with this experience?" Then, and obviously he said Maguire was gone before he got there. Fair enough, but he still let go of Roberts, Kahu. In Nicarima, and I'm pro Nicarima going. Sorry, not hey, Robert's going. Nicarima and Stags. Sorry, Sewer. Milford, you little nugget. Oh, that's, that's held, sir. Held. Yes, mate. That's good not to get dragged back in goal. Anyway, as I was saying, um, you let those guys go, and yeah, fair enough. Maguire wasn't him, but the other ones, he's saying, oh, if I didn't. How's that not a penalty? So I know. Wait, if it's play the ball on the on the in goal and you dragged him back, how is it a penalty? You're right. But yeah, as oh, anyway, Pango sorry, lost that. Continue. Fuck. Um, that was bad. He looked for the penalty. That was bad. Uh, so he was. Oh, I've lost my train of thought now. Uh, this is terrible for me. Uh, players will let go. Yeah, and he was Sua, saying, well, if I didn't let go of Roberts, Sua, and Nicarima, I couldn't have kept Pango and Lodge. And mate, that's a convenient bloody excuse. That's not was was what. So letting those guys go on their salaries this year. Is what you kept Lodge and Pango is what paying them forward. Bullshit. Yeah, I just, mate, he'll he'll talk the back legs off a horse. Yeah, you would. That's a good one. <laughs> uh, and by the way, the era now, I actually believe Pango is now uh, not worth it anymore, and we should release him. <laughs> I believe that's where the <laughs> he's not working hard enough. Swung. Uh, um. From Liam Huxley, he said, does Paul White resign as CEO at the end of the year if the Broncos miss the eight? No, but he should. Well, yep. Yeah. That was an easy one to answer. I, I, I do wonder if he's under any board scrutiny bec you know, because of this. Obviously, the team probably still thinks we can make the eight. God, that's a good run from Scott, but that's that's a penalty. God, that was dumb, boys. God, that was a stupid penalty in front of the sticks. Ten to go in in the in the game, and it was a good run from Scott. Probably his first good run in about two or three years. But we were begging to give that penalty away, and I, and I know generally I'm pro goal line penalties, but that situation, that's just stupid. I mean, it's all situational. You're not you shouldn't give it away. Ten to go, 
when the scores are tied. Yeah, and that Sekiyaro is holding on, trying to give me away, and then Haas has just not got out, got out of the ruck at all there. That was just a bump, dumb penalty. Um, right, RCG Kennedy, do you think the Broncos will make a play for Pongo given he's a greedy F that is chasing more cash only halfway through a four-year deal? If so, he... If so, would he come in as a six or one if Milf is killing it at the back? Uh, like, I, I don't think we'd ever make a serious play for him, but I do think, obviously, if there was, if he was on the market, the Broncos would talk to him. There's only any way they wouldn't, you know? I mean, who would? Sixteen, if he was on the market, 16 clubs would talk to him. If he gets told the price is 1.6 million, he, I wouldn't talk to him. No, but also if he comes in, he's a one for mine and you move Milford back to six. Like, half of what he's doing now is a six and he's killing it as well as doing fullback duties. Mm. If you've got somebody like Ponga that we went through before is like one of the top six fullbacks in the league, you put him at one, Milf back at six. Yeah. And you hope Dean works out or somebody else that can try to control a game a bit yeah. more. Yeah, exactly. Like, obviously that if we got Ponga... Which, God, I don't even want to put it in the world. But, yeah, if he's available to make a play, and if Milford would go back to the six, clearly, like, he's actually quite good there. And Pong is obviously better at one, so you wouldn't even bother. Uh, Eros Romero 5 said, yay or nay to Ash Taylor? Yay? Uh, yeah, obviously not in a million dollars, but yay. I mean, as we said before in this year, like... Seabowl's playing 4D chess, making the whole team play terrible so you can re-sign them on cheap deals. <laughs> yeah. But now he's making the Titans play terrible so we can re-sign Ash Taylor on cheap deal too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Perfect. Now, the only way back in this game for us, Simo, is to bomb it at Geller Mosby. If only we had, like, a penalty goal almost in front of the sticks that yes. we could have kicked and Pank got two guy. points. You owed us that, Peter. Shoot the back from Scott. I thought they were going to give a penalty for a second there, but he had got one on one. Yeah, he, he yeah, did. Yeah, now, like I said, the plan now is if we can't score, which I don't think we can, kick it at Mosby <laughs> and hope something happens. Or just give the ball to Fafita. That's how other, other offences throw it to Fafita or a pain guy. I mean, I'm okay with that. Yeah. yeah here it is, Fafita back across field. <laughs> Mate, penalty, please. Give us one, Moose. We can't lose to two points to these this bunch of frauds. Yeah. Oh, Milfi, no! <sighs> that was a bad ball, Milford. <sighs> God damn it. Ah, uh, righto. Fatboy95 underscore. Seriously, how does Shibasaki get a run over Parisi? I don't know, mate. Like, I, f I have to feel like it must be something of the case of, like, he just isn't playing this year and it's something they've disagreed before the year started or something. And then he's playing next year. It doesn't make any sense otherwise. Yeah, but, like, it doesn't matter what you've agreed before the year. He's playing well enough. He, yeah, he's playing good. Well, the thing is, put him in. It's not even like it's it wouldn't it was it's not even like he's not on a contract that he can't play in first grade because he's been named at a twenty-one multiple times. Yeah, I just I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. Like, there's just 
as we said, for mine, there's no explanation to it. And if, if there's no reasons at play like that, I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> the really annoying thing, too, like I told I've made a tipping comp really to close at the top, and I wanted to pick the Cowboys so much because I just have no faith in us. But I'm like, I cannot lose a tipping comp. I'm picking the Cowboys against the Broncos. <laughs> I'm picking safe. Idiot. No, oh, well, what can you do? Just fucking tipping. It's <laughs> a good kick. Well done, Milford. That's a penalty. That's a penalty. He put him back in the in goal. Are you kidding me? Literally just put Milford back at the in goal again. This literally happened two, two yeah, in a that row. One, like, I, the other one I might forgive because whatever, it's, it was a bit of a weird one, but that one like, he was on the ground and then he put him back in the, the other, in goal. The other one I forgive more because like he did court held and like the refs a lot of time then will go back to that spot, yeah. but that one was... Yeah, exactly. That was ridiculous. Like, whatever. <laughs> Clowns. <sighs> Man, if we lose, this ref's fault. No, it's not. We've been absolutely disgusting. So now we need a 40 <laughs> nah. Oh my god, what are you giving it to Turpin like that for? Oh, terrible. That's our last tackle option. Four minutes left, down two. Hey, there's Darius, Midfield mate. Chip. There's Darius. There's the courageous captain. He's here. <laughs> First contact, uh, he's looking mate. fresh. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I mean, if you bought a match-worn jersey of his, you wouldn't even have to wash it because it's not dirty. No, wouldn't. I mean, it's got the stink of failure on it, though. <laughs> like, can you get that out? I mean, you'd never wash that yeah, out, though. I can't believe we got a good Matt Scott game against us at the end. He hasn't had a good game in, like, three years. <laughs> course I am not surprised, not surprised at all I mean he's only had like four runs or whatever but that, that, well, yeah, five runs 60 metres but that's it 12 metres a run terrible I just can't believe we're going to lose this oh I can't believe it but I can't believe with how bad that first half was that this is how we're going to lose the game uh, Butsy Triple Eight. He said, "You blokes want to pack up the recording equipment and just try again next week against the Western Sydney Broncos." <laughs> no, no. Um, he goes, "Everyone clamoring for Parisi. Does JPD get getting selected? Show he's just he's just ready yet. I guess he's not Does ready yet." Does who getting selected? JPD. I don't know who JPD is. Japanese pearl diver. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Good one, Stags, but that's yeah. it. Um, no, I don't think it shows he's not ready yet. As I said, there has to be something else at play, but again, I know Queensland Cup, there is obviously, it's not the world's best indicator. Like, good players should carve it, and you'll see some guys will come into first grade who killed it who weren't good there. But Parisi has been murdering that competition all year, and you watch him play, and he looks like a different specimen to the rest of them, and, you know, you've seen it too. Yeah, I just... Oh my god! Uh, yeah, I don't get what. This is terrible. It's a penalty. Just, hopefully, we'll just see it next year. Pangai, sorry, it wasn't that high from um, Tamalolo. What the fuck, boys? What the fuck are we doing? 
Oh my god! Oh. <laughs> we, are the, we are embarrassing. Zero? Where's zero? How do we get zero from that? I don't know. Yeah, it was a Cowboys game. On, on the Milford drop. That knocked back. They touched it, did they? Whatever, I'll take it. But that was terrible. We were throwing the ball backwards. That is an odd, odd pl passage of play. Yeah, so now to win the game, we're gonna, we need a forward to run over somebody. Kick a field goal. They're going to run a sweet play, of course. Don't throw it for feeder. Hold it, mate. Yes. <sighs> oh, here we go, Darius. Couple of touches late. Didn't go to the line at all. Go, go, Haas. So again, this is what we need to win the game, which is offloads. Hold it, Pangai. Smart. Smart. That's a penalty. Again, this is so bad. Stop just offloading it. Turpin! My God. He, there's something wrong with him. As in, like, what the hell? <laughs> that was amazing. How? I honestly didn't know he'd scored because your your like commentary was so odd. It was, on that as play. In something wrong because he's so good. Like he's, he's like, yeah, like, but as you're like, there's something wrong with him. He scoops it up single-handed, yes. and <laughs> and I was like, I assumed you were like mad at him for like scooping it up one-handed no. and dropping it, and then he like steps thirteen people and scores a try. How like, did he spin? While he was it was balancing in his hair. <laughs> what the hell? I can't, oh, even I can't believe I'm I don't even feel game. happy. I'm like, uh, no, it's odd. It's funny. What the fuck? Uh, what? Oh man. Oh my god. It, like, again, this is another thing we've said a million times. But I like to. He just tries. Like, oh, that's it. Like he's. <laughs> we've said it before, and say it again. He's not a halfback. No, but he's he's. He's told out to go out and do a certain job, and he just tries as hard as he can to do that job. Yep. And that's that's all he's doing. Like he's not a halfback. Oh he's my nine, But he's out there and he's playing football, and that's that's all you oh can my, ask from. How is he on but, the replay? How he's look at this wonderful pickup. He's, oh he's spinning and balancing it on his hand. That's what my commentary was weird, mate. Because how does he do that? <laughs> What's wrong I with him? Know. I don't know. Oh, drinks to that. Oh, man. Well, I'd say this is a pretty good venture, this uh, live recording. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's... I, I'm, like, I'm relieved. It's, it's bizarre. I'm happy, but I'm not, like, stoked. Because <laughs> it was a shithouse game. Maybe you should celebrate and go out and get a real haircut. How about that? <laughs> and I think that's the worst thing about his hair is like it wasn't like you know sometimes you go to the hair hairdresser and you just get a bad cut. It just happens sometimes. I mean, you can't really like blame the hairdresser when you go into TAFE though to get your haircuts. Yeah, I mean that's just it, right? For him, it's like no. The first time it came out, I thought was that someone mistakenly done that? But no, every week <laughs> it looks the same. Yeah, his mum yeah, mistakenly no, done that. But that's it, mate. That was terrible. Like, oh man, what an absolute cripple fight of a football game. Well, I'm still angry. <laughs> I'm still angry. But I mean, I called a four-point margin, and we would convert all our tries. But I just 
thought we'd both score an extra try, which we should have. Yeah. Like, I'll claim it as a win, whatever. What a what a bizarre, bizarre game. And obviously everything's better in hindsight or whatever. And doing this live, there is no hindsight. <laughs> Mate, masterclass from all the players. That was it. Talk about your worst wins. Like, I don't, I, oh, I don't get it. Boy finishes one run, one metre. Oh, my God. How, how do you even have a run and run one metre? Like I don't know. That's like... Oh, man. What a game. What a just like bizarre game. Well, guess um, the finals is, is still alive. And that try to win it, it's not even the fact, like, obviously it was a freak play from Turpin. Again, all three of our tries came from Asako Brilliance, with a good backing up from Milford, Fafita Brilliance, and then Turpin Brilliance. But the play to win it was, like, shoveled offhand Galway, who gets tackled on the legs, a man who doesn't offload almost ever. Offhand Galway is, like, near zero offloads in his career, legitimately. Like, he went, like, 40 games or so without throwing one, just throws the ball nowhere, and somehow bounces for Turpin to catch it mid-spin. And balance it on a finger. I mean... What the hell? I mean, if you if you never offload, and you are going to throw an offload, like, 30 seconds to go in a football match is the time to oh, do it. Oh, it is. But I'm saying that repeatable way of winning games and scoring, that's about as least repeatable Oh, it's not it that. Is. Yeah. <sighs> Mate. Um, so, yeah, he has 12 offloads this year, three last year, one in 2017, but that one in 2017 was the first in his entire career. <laughs> off Galway. He played since 2015. So he's got what? 16 offloads in, in his, his career. career. Yes, 16 offloads in what has he had of games? Like 86 games. Not a big clip when we've got guys like Pangai who can throw three or four a game. Um, yeah. yeah, well, I don't know if there's much else we really got to talk about. We probably covered most of the points we'd normally cover yeah. in a podcast because this was boring as crap. But <sighs> um, yeah. I was I don't know. We could probably talk another few minutes. Oh, let's do recommendation station. <laughs> I got to you. Oh, I don't have a well, recommendation. I just want to. Uh, I just want to unrecommend what I recommended last week. <laughs> I recommended what? Stranger Things last Stranger week, things. and I started watching season three, and I'm unrecommending it. <laughs> I apologise. Season one is good. I don't like season three. It feels like the show's just going to be the same cycle every season like The Walking Dead was, except now the kids are like that awkward age of like going through yeah. puberty and they all have like broken voices and stuff and nobody got time for that. Oh, that that's what you want to listen to for eight episodes. Well, that, that age of actor like doesn't exist on TV because they make, if you're like a 15-year-old on TV or 14-year-old on TV, they make you play by an 18-year-old, for example, because no one wants that time. No one's got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, whereas obviously these kids started as eight-year-olds yeah. and now they've grown yeah. up. Yeah, oh my God, but that game... Um, like, okay, let's, let's do a few a few quick thoughts and no recommendation station, I was just taking the piss. Like, Oh, like, if I'm going to go off the top of my head, I'm going to recommend a Mai Tai, the recipe I've yeah. got now. If you want to just message me because this is a bang and drink. But I wouldn't recommend it. Yet. I don't have my I don't goals. know if I'd recommend uh, doing a podcast while watching a game, people, because I'm in different kinds of pain I shouldn't be experiencing. <laughs> my head and my chest are sore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I don't. I think like it, it was easier for us because like 
we probably got silent points the whole way through the podcast where we're like watching the game. Yeah. But if you're just listening to this, it's probably like, oh, here's 15 more seconds of silence and there's nothing. So that's probably boring if you're listening. I don't no, know. but it's more so, mate. I, if, I felt like exploding because I'm trying to hold back from going crazy. I know I can't scream in the microphone and stuff and I'm missing this weird spot of like... It's like when you fill a balloon up too far. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like... Um, yeah, I mean, well, some thoughts on that. Yeah, we'll figure I it out. I thought Milford was yeah. pretty good. Not really... Surprised by that. Um, I mean, the thoughts are just the same thoughts we've had all season. Halves, not great. Forwards, played well. Paynehouse, uh, good. good. On the Paynehouse lottery, we got 26 runs for 244 metres. So neither of us got there. And Darius Boyd, receipts lottery. Mate, mate, I got close. 25. 25, what did you say I again? said, was it 23 and Lodge 24, or was it him 24 and Lodge 25? I don't know, it was around then. But he's out-touched Matt Lodge. They're three, they're three apiece now of him and the halves. <laughs> three for Lodge and three for Boyd. One <laughs> more touches. Uh, we'll just go, so we said first try scorers, we both got wrong. Yeah. Score, both got wrong. Darius Boyd touches, both got wrong. Yeah. Harsh mate, you got closest on Harsh yeah, meters. No one won anything, mate. Alex Glenn, Alex Glenn tackle breaks, mate, we both got we right. We look good there, one out of five, not yeah. bad. Yeah, but paint ass out touch um, boy though. That's still another another prop out touching him. <laughs> <laughs> I just, how does Boyd not go home and like just be disappointed in himself? I don't know. It's one of those things. Like, is he like Michael Scott in the office that he's just like d- ignorantly happy? Like, yeah, he has to be, right? Yeah. He has to. Remember at the start of the year where he said he was trying too yes. hard? Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <sighs> well, like he was trying too hard, but yeah, as you said, Matt's thoughts are honestly the same, and that's how flawed this team is. Every week it's like, hey, Milford did some really good stuff. Wish he had other players, playmakers doing things as well. Uh, Turpin is in a half back, but he did some cool shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's... Lodge, Haas, Fafita, um, good. Sack Shibasaki, move him on already. Like, maybe the Cowboys need another cooked outside back. Right. I actually thought Joe was pretty good at lock, by the way. I mean, obviously through that pass, I don't think it's about that, but I thought he was quite solid at lock. A couple of good, strong runs at the end of the game. But, um, yeah, mate. Yeah, I mean, that's also not really been his position before, too. Like, yeah. we've preferred him more off the bench. Yeah, so that's it. I mean, we have had. you're right, we have had issues when he started sometimes. We haven't got the output out of him, but he had 14 runs, 140 metres before updates now. He looks good. But I just, as you said, I can't see a world if we go back to Glenn, Glenn and Gillett being out is a good thing, and that's not good. Actually, Glenn in the centres is still better than Shibasaki in the centres. So what, we got four games left, do we? Yeah. And we probably need to win, what, three to, Should we still have to win three because of where we where we sit? I just think we do. So we've now slipped in one point above that pack of Sharks, Tigers, Panthers. Yeah. We need to win. I mean, I I honestly don't care where we finish as long as it's above the night. So hopefully a loss for them this week and then I'm a game clear. Oh, so. yeah, we've, we've been over this, mate. Like, there's, it doesn't matter where we finish. We finish seventh or eighth, whatever. We... The Sea Eagles, or maybe even the Rooster, Rabbitohs, or Raiders, or someone who finishes fifth or sixth, is going to absolutely pull our pants down in Sydney. I mean, my hope was, and I think this is done now, is say if we had have been one more win ahead, 
is if you could somehow scrape into sixth, obviously, because there's a lot of average teams. If you scrape into sixth and you get a home final, you might make it to week two. Like, that's a half-looking decent season, but still, like... I mean, it's not it's not decent looking while you're in the season. When you look back in 10 years' time and you're like, oh, yeah, finished sixth yeah. and you made it to the second week. But realistically, when you're in the season, that even that season, that's still a trash season. Yeah, 100%. This is still, I, don't, I don't know how anyone can watch this. I don't care. Faith in Seabold, any of that rubbish people want to come with and they believe in the change. How you watch games like that and think there's anything close to something you should have faith in or trust. <laughs> oh, my God. And that's it. Like you know, I don't know. I I want to run. I haven't run these numbers yet. I've been looking at it a bit, but it's hard because I don't. We don't really track coach data in the past. But I, I don't know of a coach who's had such a first bad year, sorry, bad first year, and then gone on to be good. The only one I could think of was Shane Flanagan at the Sharks. Yeah, I mean, drugs played. They a part did, of that, right? So, that's you it. Know. You don't exactly want to put him as the good example of like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is the guy you want. <laughs> Yeah, and he went seven and seventeen in twenty eleven, and then twelve and twelve, whatever from there. But that was, and that's it. That's your shining light as a guy who instilled a peptide program <laughs> performance enhancing drug. Is how you want to want to aspire to. And they also got Dunford cheating the cap, if you remember, and in the, in all those years, bar the comp winning one by coincidence. That's the guy. You they got to. Um, yeah, no. Nah. They got Darius Boyd on the nine panel here. Like you know, they get a player yeah. on after the game. And the stat they use under his name was only Bronco to play all games in 2019. What a stat! Got him. Uh, that's great when you um, when that's literally the only good stat they can pull up. They were looking through all the match stats and he, they were like, didn't, "Shit, didn't get injured." Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> that's actually a bad thing for us too. But they're like looking through all the match stats like shit. <laughs> As you um, don't anyway, I really got to go. You got to go, mate. Because I'm like. A, f- a lot of drinks through and I really need, you to, need to pay well. okay so, we'll let you go yeah. mate I don't know if you're going to edit any of this I don't even know if it's any good but two hours long. probably not two hours people, <laughs> plus an we kind of owe people from earlier yeah. episodes not doing any if anyone if people actually think this is better than doing the normal podcast it might be absolute dribble it honestly is easier for honestly, me to do this than it is to yeah if anyone has made it to this far through the podcast any feedback would be nice if people hate it let us know if people love it let us know yes because it is easier to do. If everyone loves it, you know, like, I don't mind doing this kind of a fair bit, yeah. but if everyone hates it, like, let us know. Well, we're in an way. emotional time of the season towards the end. It probably suits doing it, like, four or five games now more than it does doing 26 games. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, a couple of finals. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'll let you go, mate. Good. See you later. Talk to you soon. <laughs> yeah, have a good one, mate. Till the end